0: All starts now. It's time for Bartow Yellow Jacket Football on WBF. Tonight's game is sponsored by Kelly Buick, GMC of Bartow, doing whatever it takes to earn your business. Evolve Professional Landscape Management, Spath Jewelers of Bartow and Valrico, by the law firm of Campbell, Trone, Tamayo, and Aranda, Palette One of Bartow, SR Wright and Company, by Ewing Blackwelder and Deuce Insurance. Keith Spray Service of Bartow, taking care of your lawn and garden for over 50 years. Budget you pull it, the parts you need when you need them. Citrus Air Conditioners of Bartow, by Whitden McLean Funeral Home, Beefo Brady Sports Pub in the Bartow Center South. And by Bartow Ford, we're different and we prove it. Now, let's join our broadcast crew for Yellow Jacket Football.
1: Well, good evening and welcome to week two of the high school football season as the Kathleen Red Devils visit Bartow Memorial Stadium to face their rival, the Bartow Yellow Jackets. With Mike Ayers, Bruce, and Andy Edmond. I'm Jeff Thornburg. Good evening, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us here for Yellow Jacket Football. It is the home opener for the Jackets. They are 1-0 on the year after an impressive road victory last week over the Martin County Tigers, 23-7. The Kathleen Red Devils, well, they took one on the chin last week with a... A thirty-nine to nothing loss to the Winter Haven Blue Devils. And we look back last year, Bartow held on for a 20-16 win on a Bruce on a very hot. Monday, Labor Day, after we were rained out Friday night last week when we tried to play over Jimmy uh, Johnny Johnson Stadium against the Red Devils. So tonight we walk into the stadium, Bruce, my, Andy, my, we, and we're facing showers and lightning. I mean, it, about five o'clock, it really came down here in Bartow.
2: It was it was some of the worst lightning I've, I've seen and heard uh, in a long, long, long time. The first one hit so close it it almost. Threw me out of my chair, but uh, I mean, it just wouldn't quit popping, and and the rain wouldn't stop. And uh, now we look off, uh, what is that southeast over mm-hmm. there, and and uh, it's still really cloudy, uh, still really dark over there. It's dark over us right now, but uh, no rain. We haven't had any lightning in a while, and it's uh, clear to clearing up to the west. But this thing was moving kind of south. South to north when uh, I was when I watched it on the television, so we'll just have to wait and hope and hope we can get this thing in because uh, i've uh, certainly would, would uh, like to like to get it done tonight, that's for sure.
1: We can tell you, the, it's not raining right now, and as Bruce mentioned, off to the southeast, we do see some, some lightning and some very dark clouds, and hopefully that is moving away from Barton Memorial Stadium. But, Bruce, as we look along the sidelines, uh, where the water should be, where the players stand in the end zones on the sidelines on both sides of the field is where the drainage opens, so the field looks in pretty good shape.
2: Yeah, it does. Uh, Mike uh, talked about uh, when when he first got up here. You can see they've been playing on it quite a bit, you know. Uh, and and uh, it's it's chewed up in in some areas in the middle. But like you said, it, everything at Bartow drains. It's, it's crowned really really well. Mike Mike just walked through the puddle, and and you're where the coaches would be right now, Mike. So I'm sure that's a little soggy where you're at. But once you get up towards the middle of the field, it's probably a lot better.
3: Yeah, absolutely, guys. Just walking down here, I mean, where the players actually stand on the sideline, you can still see the puddles like you were saying, but it is draining fairly well. I mean, the field looks – I mean, you would think with the amount of rain that fell, you would think it would be a lot wetter than what it is. And it may be different once those guys put those cleats on this thing. It may chew it up pretty good. We saw that last week um, down in Martin County. That field got chewed up pretty good, and they didn't have a lot of rain. That field felt pretty dry, so – I don't know. We'll have to see how the field holds up. Um, you know, it doesn't look too bad right now. We get a few of these puddles out of the way, and maybe we can get some football in. The sky looks like it's kind of clearing up a little bit. You look back to the west; we got the sun peeking through the clouds.
2: Yeah, and and that was a
3: really new
2: type of turf on that field uh, last week, uh, Mike. That was uh, that was uh, of course it was it was Bermuda, but uh, it was a different type. I mean, it was a lime green, as uh, a, you know, a really light lime green as opposed to what normal grass looks like and and it got chewed up pretty quick
3: yeah with those cleats in there it really it really ate it up i mean i don't know if it was just really that soft or what but the field looked great last week until those guys got on with those cleats well,
1: we can tell you the officials are here they're over at the uh, the yellow jacket field house on the east side of barton memorial stadium and they're looking at surveying the situation we can also tell you that our head coach Tyler Eden has walked up and down this field many times uh, while we were watching him getting set up for tonight's broadcast and taking assessment of, of the playing conditions. And obviously, we don't want anybody to uh, yeah. to suffer an injury uh, tonight as well. Uh, fans are waiting to enter the stadium. They're they're outside right now, waiting to come in, and uh, we're hopefully looking for maybe a little bit of a delay, but maybe not a major delay. The referees are now making their way onto the field. I'm sure they want to inspect the playing conditions as well. And, Andy, we did see Kathleen pull in. So the, the, they are here ready to play. Yes, they are. So we'll look forward to that. So I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll just continue right on with our regular pregame show. And uh, coming up a little later, we have comments from our head football coach, uh, Tyler Eden. That's all coming up. But up next, Mike, we got to take a look back at Stratton selections from week number one. Let's just erase those. I heard that. I just got to do it. So when we come back, more Yellow Jacket football coming up
4: right here on WBF. Hello, Bartow. This is Joe Decessory with Citrus Air Conditioners, your hometown air conditioning company. If you're looking to replace your old unit, Citrus Air has many units in stock and offers financing. Call us at 534-1171 or look us up online at citrusairinc.com.
5: Hi, I'm Benny Jr. with Bartow Ford. And while Bartow Ford is in a small town, we are positioned perfectly for our customers from surrounding counties to make that drive. And we make that drive worth it. On your next purchase, don't go the wrong way. Bartow Ford, we're different. And we prove it.
6: If you're looking for good food and good family time, look no farther than Beef O'Brady's in the Bartow Center South. Your Bartow Beefs is perfect for lunch or dinner for the whole family or whole team. Your Bartow Beefs, where game time meets family time.
1: Back to Bartow Memorial Stadium, getting ready for uh, tonight's home opener for the Yellow Jackets as they're going to face their rival, the Kathleen Red Devils. Bartow at one and zero, and uh, Kathleen comes in at zero and one on the uh, young season. Speaking of records, oh no. I forget who won this whole thing last year, but his name starts with Bruce, and uh, oh. he and, and tell you what, Mike and Andy, he's off to a fly and start again.
2: Oh, I don't, I don't, I don't <laughs> doubt that because. None of my picks helped me out last week, I don't think. (laughs) All right.
1: Let's look at the numbers here. Bruce Edmond, the guru. Is that a good... We get him a name. Whatever. The the soothsayer. What was the... Yeah. Uh, Bruce, you were 10-2 last week. Wow. All right. I'm going to tell you the two teams that let you down. The Lake Wales Highlanders, because you picked Zephyr Hills. And you picked the Lake Region Thunder to beat Jenkins, which is understandable. Yeah. So so Bruce was 10-2, Mike. 10-2. Listen, right. I mean, he's like the master of
3: ceremonies, he is. right? <laughs> he is. I don't even know why we even bother. Yeah, we should just, you know, lay it in his hands every year.
2: Oh, right. you guys are so funny.
3: <laughs> All right, Mike, Mike.
1: Mr. Mike, you and I tied for second place 9 and 3. Okay? And Andy, I am sorry. You probably know that already 7 and 5. That's mm.
2: better than what I thought it was going Andy was seven. Well,
1: you're
3: 500. above 500. Yeah, I, mean, I was going to you, say, we're all if above. If you're
2: gambling, you're, you're making money.
3: Yeah, we're all above 500, so we're on the plus side of things.
2: Uh, that reminds me, i got to talk to you about
1: the playoffs. <laughs> <of> NASCAR. <laughs> they start to, they start Sunday and day? Uh, yeah. Yeah. All right, here we Did go. Did you see that, right, right last oh week? Oh, my here? God,
2: that was incredible.
1: <sighs> Let's start with Stratton selections for week number two. Here in the high school football season, we do want to mention one game has already been canceled for tonight, and that was the sorry, Coach Peavy. That was the Mulberry Panthers at the George Jenkins Eagles. Um, apparently, the, the field comedy show the field over there is not playable, and they were getting tons of rain at the time. So
3: we'll and take that out one. Of heel.
2: yeah. You you can't have uh, junior high teams uh, playing in this kind of weather. So I, I totally understand. Well, <laughs> all
3: right, yeah. we we talked about this earlier. Though. I don't understand why either one of those teams could play because both. Mulberry has the artificial turf now, so their drainage should be no problem. George Jenkins sets on the top hill there, yeah. so everything runs All down love. to 540A, so those fields should be in great playing condition.
2: Uh, you forget. Uh,
1: they're sissies. <laughs> All right, here we go. On that note, week number one, uh, Victory Christian Storm. They lost their opener last week. They're playing in Winter Haven tonight against oh Ambassadors Christian Stallions. <laughs> i start you off, guys, with an easy one. Here we go. Mike, what do you think?
2: Victory. Uh, oh, my goodness. Uh,
1: Andy, you want to go
7: next?
2: I, I was going to go with victory. Yeah, <laughs> I think Mulberry beat that team. They did. So, so I'm going to go with victory.
1: We All four of us are picking the victory Christian storm. All right, up next, the uh, Winter Haven Blue Devils at 1-0. They're visiting Lake Region tonight right up the road from mm. us, and Lake Region is 0-1.
2: Uh, what do you think
1: there, Andy? Blue Devils I'm, or I'm going to go
2: with Winter Haven tonight. Yeah, I'd say a running clock by halftime. Mike? I'm with you guys, Winter Haven. And we'll go
1: with Winter Haven, all four of us. Up next, uh, another team makes its way up here from Miami. This time it is the uh, Pioneers of North Miami, and they're visiting Lake Gibson tonight to take on the Braves, who are 1-0. I will start. I'll say the home team, Lake Gibson.
2: I kind of like Lake Gibson, but... um,
3: It's hard to beat those Miami teams. I know. uh, Mike
2: Mike, Mike is not fooling. You know, that Miami team came out and whipped Lakeland last week, uh, and I'll I'll go with that Miami team.
3: What do you think they're... uh, Mike, you're you're on Miami. Yeah, I'm going to Miami, too. I'm going to Miami. Oh, I'm all about myself. They cut
2: through last week for me with, with Lakeland.
1: We should make a note that the referees are now walking up and down the field with the Bartow coaching staff determining the status of the playing conditions. All right, up next here on Stratton Selections, the Frostproof Bulldogs travel down south, Mike, to Hardy County to take on the Wildcats. The Wildcats are 1-0. Frostproof lost last week in a tough game with uh, Lakeland Christian. What do you think
3: here, Mike? That's going to be one of those tough games. That would probably... I mean, in my books, between the Bartow and the game tonight that we're doing, and then the, the uh, Frostproof-Hardy game, those are probably going to be games of the week. Um, but golly, man, Hardy and Frostproof, that's... Uh, I guess, I'm going to go Frostproof. I'm going to stay home and go to Frostproof. I'm going to take the Hardy Wildcats.
2: Bruce, uh, I'm going to go with Mike uh, and, and, and go with Frostproof. Uh, you know, Hardy's been off the last couple of years, and... Um, so, uh, and, you know, they blew out whoever they played in the Classic, and then they fought Lakeland Christian really tough. So I, I, I look for a good football game, like Mike said, but I'll go for Osprey.
1: Andy, what do you think? Hardy? Oh, Andy's
3: jumping along with me. All right, there we go. Split decision on this one, guys.
1: Mike, we're not sure about this game. Fort Meade at Toho. They're playing the Tigers uh, tonight. And uh, bad weather up in that part of Sumner County, Lake County, and that area there. Um, we have not heard if that game is still on tonight. We think it is. If it's delayed, it uh, probably at all. But let's go ahead and pick it anyway. The Fort Meade Miners at 1-0. Mike, they continue their road odyssey. They uh, The Classic was here. They were at Sarasota last week. Now they're at Toho. Uh, they're racking up the, the, the traveling miles here are the Miners.
3: What do you think about that one? Listen, I'm going to have to go with Fort Meade. We saw those guys two weeks ago, and I'm telling you, they they look tough. I agree. I agree. Andy? Okay. Or, or me?
1: <laughs> we, we talk Andy into that one. Yeah. <laughs> All righty. Up next, those uh, Lakeland Christian Vikings. They are at home tonight. They're 1-0, and and they are entertaining West Oaks. The Flames, who did not play a game last week, this is a private school. Um, I think... Uh, I'll start the I'll start the the flood here. It's going to be Lakeland Christian.
2: Yeah, they'll flame out. It's, hey, a, it's, a, it's a flame out. Hey, how you doing? Good to see you. Hey, Coach. It'll be a flame out. The flames will flame out in all this weather, Mike.
3: Absolutely, Lakeland Christian on that one, Mister Andy. Lakeland Christian. All four of us are on Lakeland Christian tonight. All right, up next,
1: um, Battle of the Unbeatens. Here we go. The, the Ridge Community. At 1-0 is in Legion Field tonight to take on the Lake Wales Highlanders at 1-0. What do you think there, Mr. Andy? I'm going to go with Lake Wales tonight. Mike? Lake Wales. Bruce? Come on, you can say it. Um, Lake 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 (laughs) Wales. Everybody's picking on the Highlanders tonight. Uh, Up next? They better not let me down. Haines City. Another, uh, well, Auburndale didn't play last week, but Haines City... Is at Auburndale. Haines City won last week, so they're over at Bruce Canova Stadium tonight to take on the Auburndale Bloodhounds. I'll start here. I'm I'm riding Haines City. Well, wow, I'm, I'm picking the Hornets.
2: I'm going. I'm, so Mike, yeah, down there. I'm, I'm going to Auburndale. Uh, Haines City just they let me down so many times last year. You know, the year before they had that great season, and last year they kind of fizzled, and they may be Haines City again. So if that's the case, Auburndale will blow them out.
3: Mike, you obviously – Yeah, I think Auburndale's going to be tough to beat in that game. It, I mean, it may be a good game and we may be all missing it, but I, I'm just going to go Auburndale on that one. Andy, what do you think? I don't think Haines City's going to be able to come to Arbondale and take it to them in their own house.
1: I'm going to go with Arbondale. All right. Uh, We notice over there the coaching staff on the far side of the field in front of the visitors' concession stand. They're using squeegees and brooms to uh, remove some of the standing water over there that Andy pointed out a little earlier. So they're trying to get the field ready, at least over there, to clean off a little bit. All right, one more game to pick tonight in Stratton selections. It's the Lakeland Dreadnoughts, who, whether or not you were surprised last week, with the game against Miami North high scoring affair it was with the team from Miami uh, tonight they're on the road in Largo to take on the Packers who are 1 and 0 oh. Bruce when was the last time we ever heard a Lakeland team be 0 oh and 2 uh, next week next
2: uh, week uh, because oh, my because uh, I'm going to go with Largo I,
3: <laughs> listen I'm going to have to go I'm going to have to go against you on that one Bruce because the thing about it is even though Bill Castle's not at Lakeland any longer Lakeland knows what it is to win and win on a regular basis, and I think they open up tonight with a vengeance. I'll, I'll pick the Dreadnoughts as well. Andy, what do you think? we will go with Packers. All right, so the brothers, uh, Mike, did you notice that? Okay. Yep, the brothers. It's raining a little bit again, eh, Mike? Yeah, it's trying to come down a little bit. It's very light. You see it falling in the uh, west end zone down yeah. there. You see it kind of puddling up a little bit again.
1: And as we said, the rain's okay. It's that other stuff we just can't, can't deal with. But they are making an effort to clean the field. All right, there you go. Um. Oh, wait. Wait. One more. Oh, one more. Uh, this game, uh, the Tenorock Titans are playing uh, Davenport tonight. Oh my goodness! Why do y'all look at me like that? I, this is just don't shoot the messenger. I just somebody's gonna get real. somebody's gonna get a win. Somebody's gonna get a win. They're both zero in one. So, what do you think, Andy? Just pick one. It doesn't. Um, <laughs> I'm thinking Davenport because they're the home team. Yeah. What do you think, Mike? <laughs>
3: It's the Loserville. Let's split Aww. it. Let, let's split it. Let's go Tenorock. Bruce,
2: I'll go Tenorock. Mike, oh my gosh!
3: <laughs> go ahead, Jeff. You can split it. It's okay. Davenport. <sighs> there
2: we go. All right, that's our picks. That's an automatic L, Mike. I should have never done it. It's
1: okay. It's okay. That are, That is Stratton selections for week number two of the high school football season. 16 minutes after 7 o'clock, 83 degrees and a light rain falling here at Bartow Memorial Stadium. The referees are on the field. The coaching staffs are on the field. Mike, that looks like a Kathleen coach out there as well on the field. Yes, it is. Talking with uh, members, and we see the 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 staff over there for barto just feverishly trying to get that water off the field over there on the far side yeah
2: and and, and to tell you to tell you how tough that is guys you see a, you see a football player who's not he's not dressed tonight but he's got it on his jersey he he ran that about three times and he had to hand the broom over that's a tough job trying to push water like that
3: guys and not only is it just i mean it's head coach Tyler Eden out there pushing water too. Well,
2: I, saw, I like that I saw, guy. I saw the fancy equipment that they paint the fields with. Now, I mean, that machine it it, it kind of does the whole thing for you. We, we've got uh, some uh, some synthetic turf fields going over at Simmers Young, and we've got these like they're like uh, robots, and they go and paint the field. Really? Yeah. And and this this thing that I saw on Facebook that was painting it did everything but. Be a robot. I mean, it 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 wasn't the old days where uh, Coach Quinn and myself and Coach Butler and all all those old school guys were. We had the string lined out, and you better have it in the right hole, or you. And if somebody was drinking that night, it could get a little wiggly. And I'm sure your dad (laughs) your dad remembers that pretty well, looking at the field from up here. Well, I, was, I came down
1: last night and talked to the coach, and you'll hear that in, in a few minutes, and he was marking the field with his crew with that with that cool equipment, and he said it was raining at the time, and he said, Jeff, I don't know if I'll get those numbers on the field tonight. <laughs> I said, I know how much you guys in the radio booth really like to see those numbers on the field, but I'll do my best, and what do we see? We see numbers on the field. Yeah, Thank but, uh, doesn't you. he, Thank he you, have coach. the G backwards the down The G there? is backwards down here,
2: yes. Yeah, I had to get on to <laughs> about that
1: one. The oh, G- it is, isn't it? No, this one down the, in, the, in the west end zone, on the goal line, the G Oops. is
2: backwards. Well, my little sailor did her uh, s's backwards, uh, so uh, we're we're okay with that.
1: Mike, there's a lot of sunshine on the field right now, but the rain's still just barely drizzling.
3: Yeah, like I said a while ago, that sun and the west where the sun is setting. I mean, there's just a break in the clouds and it's just beaming across there. So, but you look back to the east and it's it's definitely nasty. You're talking about that Fort Meade Toho game. The update that I got on it was. If it rains anymore over there, they're probably going to end up calling that game tonight because they have taken a substantial downpour that way. Yeah. I see a okay. rainbow out there right in
2: between the goalposts if you look through
1: yeah. the
3: goalpost?
2: There you do.
1: All righty. Well, we are going to continue with our pregame show. When we come back, we're going to have some pregame comments from Yellow Jacket head coach Tyler Eden. That's coming up next. You're listening to Yellow Jacket Football on WBF. Hey, it's Cricket Budgie Poole here, and
8: we are proud to be sponsored of Yellow Jacket Broadcasting here at WBF. If you're looking for any kind of good used parts, give us a call here at 863-533-0568. That is 863-533-0568. When looking for insurance
9: coverage, consider the Ewing Black Welder Induce Agency with offices in downtown Bartow. Ewing Black Welder Induced Insurance with a wide range of insurance products to meet your every need. Becky Maslack, your local office manager.
7: You've heard the expression, try it before you buy it, right? Well, at Keith Spray Service, they won't ask you to sign a long-term contract because they're confident that you'll want them to keep coming back to care for your delicate ornamentals and lawn treatment. Keith Spray Service, for over 50 years.
1: once again we're happy to be joined by yellow jacket head coach uh, tyler eden coach first of all congratulations uh first regular season win over a quality opponent in martin county last friday
2: night
10: yeah just yes sir Uh, glory to god uh, all glory to jesus christ our lord savior you know our boys came out they played really well um i told them you know when you're playing against a a very high quality opponent a a playoff opponent um you know the three things i was looking for was assignment perfect football and we were close you know obviously of course you're you're always going to chase perfection but i thought for a game one it was it was a really good start um physicality and they were definitely the more physical team uh, from start to finish uh, their coaches on the other side praised us for that all night um and then the last one was just we talked about championship mentality and the big one was you know the big challenge i had for them was coming out of the half was to stop them and score and if they did that they're going to win the game and we did that and they won the game so uh, very very happy with where we were um and excited to get back out here and some weird circumstances but just happy to get back out here and be able to thankful to play a game here on friday
1: you tweeted earlier this week that uh, defense wins championships (laughs) and uh that jacket defense against martin county uh and i don't want to single anybody out because it's a squad unit but uh, mr davis had a pretty good night yeah he sure did and you know what one of the things that you
10: you know when you that you love about a guy like that is just his leadership you know he's really stepped up and since the day he came back here you know he's he's a vocal leader but he does things um by example you know he's he's a very hard worker and Um, he's just been very impressive so when you see those kind of things happen on the field it's not really a surprise to me or anybody else because he he just works hard and 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 hard work always shows up on the field but yeah the defense i mean since the first day of camp i mean i knew that this defense was gonna be a pretty dang good defense and uh and we're excited I, i think they're taking some real big strides forward i mean you really look at that game it was one drive i mean we gave up 103 total yards and 80 of them came on one drive so um you know i think there's a lot of really good things that they're that they're doing right now and that we're doing right now and so just excited to see them hopefully take another big step forward this game
1: And a pretty good night on offense against Martin County. Uh, K.J. threw a touchdown pass, 60-plus yards, and uh, Glover Himes still doing real good on the the ball carrying.
10: Yeah, you know, K.J. had a a real nice night. He had one mistake, uh, I thought. uh, It was on a sequence of plays where we were trying to take a shot, but other than that, I thought his decision-making was really on point um, with his uh, just reading and and the the option game that we were playing. I mean, I think he averaged seven yards a carry. Glover, again, just a phenomenal game. I mean, he ran the ball so hard. Himes did a great job as well, and on. Arian uh, Thomas as well got out there and made some big plays. Um, yeah, but but offensively, you know, we ran for just under 200 yards. Our goal is 150 a game. Threw for over 100 yards and two touchdowns, which was awesome. And, uh, and again, I just thought overall with what what kind of style of of football that we want to play i thought we were right up our alley which is again you know stop the run and run the ball and i thought we smashed them in the mouth i thought our offensive line and i want to make sure i give them a whole lot of praise because i thought offensive line did a fantastic job against a really high quality uh front and and i thought they moved bodies and and really um, they're starting to gain some confidence so we're, we're excited about
1: that It seemed like both lines, defensive line and offensive line, seemed to frustrate Martin County last week. And I I think so. I mean, you know, and and, and everybody always says it starts and ends in the trenches. Right.
10: I mean, if you can have a good if you got a good defensive and offensive line, you're going to win a lot of games. So, you know, um, I think we're we're certainly getting uh, closer. Um, I thought the weight room, you know, again, I told those boys, I said they because Martin County is big. Um, and and they're well coached and so um, but i thought our boys certainly (laughs) were um, stronger you know they might have looked bigger but we were stronger and 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 that and that also shows up in your physicality right and so um, i thought both sides did a good job and again just hoping to continue to cultivate that mentality and and keep it going
1: well this week it's the regular season home opener against the rival kathleen red devils you missed a couple of days of practice with the storm and schools being closed down things like that but uh, kathleen Barto going for four in a row over Kathleen tonight. Uh, what do you know about Kathleen? What can you tell us about the prep that you have had to do around the storm? Yeah, I think
10: I think it'd be five because we beat them in spring and we Three. count that, you know. Okay. But but uh, no, but uh, but in all seriousness, they um, hey, it's a rivalry game, and I and I told the guys on Monday, I said, you know, um, one of the big things we like to say around here is there's there's two types of people in this world: those who are humble and those who are going to get humbled, and so uh, we want to make sure that they uh, take. You know i know kathleen got thumped a little bit by winter haven last week but but we we just didn't even focus on that we didn't even show them the film we just decided that it'd be better for us to to just um not even in, get into all that but just um really game plan and, and get them focused and, and and ready to go and and, it, and it's it's tough you know with the hurricane i mean obviously we lost a couple days of practice but um but i felt coming in our boys were pretty locked in and and so again it comes back to that those three things that i ask them every week i mean you know assignment sound assignment perfect is what we say so you know that's that's a big challenge we want to make sure we get that physicality i I mean it's going to be a physical game rivalry game but again controlled violence and and we call it intelligent recklessness where you know we want to be um the more physical team but in in a game like this again you know we don't want any mistakes like what happened before me to show up so we want to be smart and then the third thing is, you know, championship mentality. And, again, I think pound for pound, I think we're, we're the better team in this matchup. But, again, it's not to disrespect Kathleen, but just my challenge to my team is, you know, um, what are you going to do? You know, you, my, my what I told them specifically was I want you to, to beat yourself from last week. Whatever you – however well you played, I want you – great teams don't worry about who you're playing. It's more so about can I be better than I was last week and do my job better than I did last week. And if they can do that, I think we got a really great chance in this game
1: couple of injuries we noticed, and you tell how severe they are, but uh, we noticed last week uh, Jeremiah Martin kind of limped off the field. Yeah. Uh, Thomas also looked like he fell on the ball and maybe got a little banged up. How are we
10: on the health meter? Praise God, we're good. Uh, Jeremiah's good. I mean, he, he had something minor, but I think, th- again, the days off probably helped that a lot. Um, I'm sure he'll, he'll be fine. He was fine in
1: practice. And then Kamarian, just a little, a little wind knocked out of him. Yeah. But, hey, he'll be okay. <laughs> Well, Coach, uh, we expect a a big crowd tonight here at Barton Memorial Stadium for the Kathleen Red Devils. They always travel well. And, of course, being a rivalry and, uh, you know, Kathleen wouldn't would would love to knock off the Yellow Jackets at at their home place tonight. I know that means a lot to defend the home.
10: No doubt. It's everything. I mean, we talk about it. You know, this is the hive. This is our, our home. We don't kind of saw it with Fort Meade I mean we felt disrespected when they came in here with their fire engine and the way that they conducted themselves and so you know we know that if anybody tries to come into our home it's going to be a, a knockdown, dragout drag out fight you know we we, we don't take uh, anything like that lightly we love this place and we want to make sure that it's protected and respected and, um, and that we do our job here so we're, I, I know our boys are going to be fired up and ready to go and there's always, you know, there's always questions with a weird week like this, but just hopefully they're able to get going early and and step on them and, and get going. But again, we know that hey, kathleen has got athletes. Um, it's a it's a very storied, respected rivalry, so we know we got to be at our best. And, and I plan that I believe we will. All right,
1: who does Ohio State play this weekend?
10: Indiana. And your pick is, uh, of course, <laughs> Ohio State. I got another pick for him though too. I'm going Florida State over LSU. Florida State or LSU? Huh? Mm-hmm. In Orlando, they're playing for Orlando.
11: Mm-hmm. Okay.
10: I believe they're going to beat them. I think. Coach, so much appreciate the time. Good luck tonight. Thank you so much, and go Jackets.
1: More from Barton Memorial
12: Stadium coming up. You're listening to Yellow Jacket Football on WBF. Hello, it's Sheriff Grady Judd. I'm here to talk about the 20-Buck Truck. This is the seventh year that the Kelly Automotive Group has donated a truck. Proceeds from this event are given back to the kids. Be sure to go to 20bucktruck.com and get your ticket today.
13: 35 amazing years. Hey, that's us here at Spa Jewelers. We offer services such as beautiful custom work that's sure to wow, repairs, complimentary cleaning, appraisals, watch repairs, financing. What more do you need? We're here Monday through Friday, 10 to 7, and Saturdays from 10 to 5
14: pallet one of bartow is looking for new career-minded employees pallet one offers competitive wages and benefits including health dental vision paid vacation and a matching 401k plan join the pallet one team today pallet one is an equal opportunity employer
1: welcome back to bartow memorial stadium I'm Jeff Thornburg, along with Bruce and Andy Edmond. Mike Ayers is uh, roaming down on the Yellow Jacket sideline. We're just getting the word from the public address announcer, Pat Pittman, here that we are in a 30-minute lightning delay or weather delay, and we just had another burst. Yeah. So uh, eight o'clock is the minimum time we will start the game tonight, uh, guys, uh,
2: guys. I do want to say quickly hello yes. to Miss Gordon. Ms. Gordon? Uh, she she was the one at the gate that let me in, and uh, she said she said we will, will you say hello. Um and, and I'm like, you bet I will. She said, no, no, no. And I said, no, I'm going to say hello. So, Miss Gordon from Bartow High School. Miss Gordon? I uh, want to say hello, you, hello to you, and thank you very much for being so kind to me uh, when Absolutely. I was getting in the gate. Absolutely.
1: Well, so that's the latest. There is a weather delay. There's a beautiful rainbow to the east, southeast of us. That looks just tremendous. But um, we are in a weather delay. It's raining right now, and we just saw some lightning in the area. So... That's where we stand right now. But Bruce, we just heard the interview with Coach Tyler uh, Eden, and uh, he made some a bold prediction. First of all, of course, we know he's from Ohio. He's a big fan of Ohio State, so he picked the Buckeyes to beat Indiana. Well, that's out there on the limb, I think, against the Hoosiers. But he also
2: picked another game
1: yesterday, and he picked the Seminoles to beat LSU Sunday night.
2: Yeah, that, that was a little comical on his part. Uh, <laughs> I, I do understand it, and I appreciate his humor, and and we're going to have to get that Ohio State out of him too if we got to, if we got to make him roll up and down this field <laughs> we're going to get that Ohio State out of him. I listened to Dennis Clark for too many years oh, but uh, yeah I, I don't I mean Florida State is getting a lot of props and I don't see it they got a good quarterback and that's you know that's pretty much it every every I don't see what else they got and uh, I think LSU. As much as I hate LSU, yeah. um, I think LSU is going to beat FSU and beat them pretty bad. Of course, talk op- about that, Neil.
1: Yeah, it's 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 opening weekend for college football and uh, some games last night. Yeah. The, the Gators played uh, Utah. Didn't go well for Gator fans,
2: but uh, it was it was still beautiful. You yeah. know, oh, yeah. it, it's college football. It's orange and blue, and they're the they're still the greatest. Greatest team ever, and um, I wouldn't go that far. I can't, uh, <laughs> I can't do anything but be happy. Florida football, I watched uh, a little bit of that, and then I switched over
1: and watched a little bit of Nebraska play Minnesota, and. Uh Minnesota came back in the last minute and kicked a field goal. They intercepted a dr- on drive, and they yeah, that was a good ball game as well, too. And there's a full slate of games tomorrow. So it
2: was 11-11, right? Florida so what did it end up being? Who won?
3: Minnesota, Minnesota did by a field goal. Oh. It was tied. It came down to, like, they were underneath 30 seconds. Yeah. Oh And man. Minnesota kicked a field goal. 47 yard or
1: something, and then yeah.
2: the guy's a hero. So. Did you see where Nebraska had 92,000 people show up for a women's vo- college volleyball game. In the stadium. In the stadium. It yeah. was so cool. cool. It's the biggest audience to ever see a, women's, a woman's sport of any kind. Yep. And I just thought that was the greatest thing in the world. If you, if you can find it all on YouTube,
1: and I'm sure there's, a, there's, a, there's, a, there's video of it. But, yeah, that was, a, it was incredible. It was an incredible scene. Uh, at, at, a, at the football stadium, they put a volleyball court and 92,000 packed the stadium. That was incredible.
2: Well... You got Alabama coming to Tampa next weekend. Oh, my God. Who are they playing? Not South the- Florida? They're not playing the Bulls, are they? Are they? Yeah. Really? Seriously. Hmm. Well, they got what? Like, McNeese State this week? Do they play anybody? Not this year. Oh, my goodness. Because who did Didn't they play somebody... They've got like McNeese State this uh, week, or Central Florida state. won their game, didn't they? Thank hey, you. US, I was just yes. going to mention that Central yeah.
1: Florida won last night. USF put some points on the board. Uh, yeah, that's
2: what, I, that's what I heard. That's what I'm saying. If if Napier can't Andy's get it good. done this year, you go and you get Gus Malzone and you tell him to to fill out the check and bring Gus Malzone in and then bring Charlie Strong back for defense.
3: Oh. Amen on Charlie Strong. Amen. Yep.
1: Well, we see the uh, the coach uh, out there about the. About the five-yard line, he's talking over with somebody. We are in a weather delay, so the game will not start. It should have started about, right about now, but we did have a lightning strike a minute ago, and 8 o'clock would be the minimum we could start as long as we don't get another. The rain continues to fall, not very heavy, but it was enough to drive Mike from the field up here to the booth where the pizza is. I don't know if that means anything yeah. or not. <laughs> yeah, we got to thank Andy for the pizza, Absolutely, too. we do. Absolutely. So, um, guys, we can talk about Martin County a little bit. We can wow. have Tom play some music. What do you want to do? What's Why your pleasure? You so where we at next minutes? week? Where
3: we at next week? Where are we going? We're back home again next Andy week. Andy
1: wanted to know. Naples Gulf Coast so comes up here for homecoming next week. Homecoming this early Able? in the season?
3: We went to Naples last year. We
1: sure did. Yes, I drove. Mike drove to Naples last year. Is that where they had that? The, uh, well, remember, we got rained
2: on and you, we so put in overtime. Yeah, And he went back to the truck. He was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. Stuart came to see us last year, so we went Correct. down. That was uh, a long well, drive. I tell you too. What I, we to Cracker Barrel. I hope Naples enjoys that drive. That was a horrible. I don't know how you did it, Mike, but that speaking, was that was heroic. Speaking of Naples, I want to I give
1: shout-outs to Naples. Um, and, and also our Polk County emergency management people. First of all, Naples. I saw Naples traveling up Highway 17 with an armada of rescue vehicles, emergency service vehicles, headed, i um, assuming, up to Levy County, Putnam County, I mean, uh, Taylor County, up in that area, and our own Bartow Sheriff Department. Sent, uh, we had Bartow Fire Rescue, Bartow Communications Department, uh, the Bartow Sheriff's Department with uh, airboats and stuff, just... Another armada headed up to uh, Levy County and just hats heads off.
2: I also Bruce's saw six uh, uh, Lakeland Electric trucks. heading that way. They Wilder. all had flags on and they were uh, had a police escort headed out of town. Bruce's uh, son's National Guard unit, uh, he's up in Melbourne and yeah. he's, he's coordinating everything up that way. Yeah, he coordinates uh, the MPs now, so... They were all up there, but he got to be over on the east side of the coast. So I said, I don't know how you got that, but uh, it but, works for me. And I'm
1: sure there's other communities that that we don't know have sent resources up there to help those folks up in there that, that were impacted by the uh, by the hurricane uh, on Wednesday. But uh, hats off to the, the Polk County, uh, everything that they do, and then the sheriff is up there. And, and, um
3: just want to say thank you and we appreciate it. Did you see that entourage that Sheriff Grady Judd sent? He's self contained. He sent a whole command unit. Mm-hmm. I mean, he oh, sent yeah. all kinds of equipment. He hey. just unloaded the airbase and just sent stuff.
2: Yeah, they got they got barracks in there and everything. They got showers, They got cooking stuff. I mean, he's fully self
1: contained. Yeah, the last thing you want to do is go up to a, an area devastated. You, there's no hotels. There's no power. So everything they bring is to, so they can be self sufficient and help out the community. You know, do patrols and
2: and the guard unit out of Bartow now is mm-hmm. is also they are they're a unit that goes in that's able to do all the meal type stuff. They're not they're not field artillery anymore. So uh, they they were they all left out as well. So I mean you know Polk County is a great place. Uh, oh yeah, it is. We kid about football teams and stuff, but and we love Bartow more than anything. But uh, uh, Polk County is a great place.
1: And the rain continues to fall here at Bartow Memorial Stadium. We are in a weather delay. The earliest we could start would be about eight o'clock. Uh, no fans have been allowed to enter the stadium. Obviously, for safety reasons, you don't want fans. They'd have to leave anyway if they were here because of the weather in the area. But about 5 o'clock this afternoon, boy, it came down a deluge. Uh, Lightning popping everywhere and thunder and and just intense rainfall. It lasted for about an hour, maybe an hour and 15 minutes or so. The lightning kind of lingered a little longer
2: than the rain did. How how was that, guys? I mean... I haven't seen
1: anything
3: like that. Am I crazy, or was that the most lightning I've seen in in forever? Well, I mean, we talk about the storm. I mean, I think we had more rain fall just this afternoon than what we saw at my place through the bands that came through with the storm. So, I mean, listen, I I don't want to take anything away from a storm because we've been very blessed that that thing did not come right up central Florida here. Um, Mm -hmm. Tampa, Tampa
2: was really blessed again. Yeah,
3: the amount of rain that fell right here, between Bartow, Fort Meade, this afternoon was was a substantial amount. There were some coastal people over there that got hammered pretty good, though. Well, yeah, We've yeah. heard stories from Hudson
1: in Pasco County; those folks really, really got uh, got wallowed by the storm surge and stuff. So, well. Uh, that's where we stand right now. A weather delay at least for another 20 minutes, maybe 25 minutes. Uh, again, both teams are in the locker rooms. There's no fans in the stands. Uh, the field is basically empty except for some officials, and they're just monitoring the progress. The rain continues to fall. It's not heavy, Mike, just a, a, a nice, nice little light rain shower. We do see some uh, people on the field, uh, official capacity, some uh, law enforcement as well.
2: Yeah, you, you play in this rain all night long. It's it's the lightning, and and once once a strike is within, I think eight miles, uh, then that's thirty
3: minutes. Yeah, and you I think the biggest thing. What, the clock. I think the biggest thing they're looking for right now is like we saw them trying to get that water out of the uh, out of the end zone on the visitor side. They they're just worried about that water being so close to the field and those players, because uh, you know when those players are coming through that, they're trying to turn, trying to plant them feet, and the last thing we want to do is have somebody hurt. Uh, just, just due to, you know, some water on the field. And, you know, you see it day in and day out. You hear about these guys, that, you know, twisting knees, twisting ankles, and this, that, and the other. And it's just not, it's really not worth it. I mean, no. even though we would had to come back like we did a couple of years ago, play on a Monday, you know, that was in the middle of the day at 100 degrees, mm. and we were all sweating. That was a cat wasn't it? Oh. Yeah, that was rough. Yeah, it was tough. But, I mean, that's just – I think that's the biggest concern right now is, is to see how this rain's going to do, watch the lightning, and, and hopefully some more of this water will just – because you can see where the water's actually dried up. You can see where that grass line is. Right. It, it actually has started drying up quite a bit. Well, we're going to continue with our, uh, our
1: pregame comments here, and we're going to turn our attention when we come back, briefly away from football, and we're going to talk a little bit – Racing, we got Darlington this weekend, and we're all just amazed at what we saw at Daytona with a single car incident over the uh, over last uh, Saturday night. So we'll talk about that when we return. We're in a weather delay right now. Barto and Kathleen, you're listening to Yellow Jacket Football on WBF.
15: Hi, it's Erin with Evolve Contracting. While there's no shortage of landscape and irrigation companies, you deserve the option that's the best fit for you. At Evolve, we offer 3D imaging and an irrigation program that saves you water, time, and money. Call us at 863-537-7537.
16: Today's broadcast is sponsored in part by the Witten McLean Funeral Home of Bartow since 1925 and the McLean Funeral Home of Fort Meade. They're family owned and are committed to providing personal service with the concept of our family serving yours.
11: In today's complicated financial world, it's nice to know that Steve Wright & Company is there, helping you utilize your resources more effectively as you work toward your financial goals, from tax returns to retirement plans, and all the stops in between. Rely on Steve Wright & Company on Avenue H in Winter Haven. I think they're just getting some information up to Pat Pittman here,
1: the public address announcer. So we'll listen for that, but... And, uh, it's, it's all
2: coming this way, too, guys. Uh, no, that doesn't look real good. I do want to say hello to our buddy uh, Garth Washington, uh, who runs the 555 program. He just uh, texted and said we sound good uh, on 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 the radio, and we always appreciate that. And we never we never disagree with anybody when they <laughs> when they tell us that either.
3: Yeah, just on a quick note on that. Also, I don't know if you guys saw it or not, but so we were all uh, all the way down in Martin County last week, Friday. And then first thing Saturday morning, Coach Eden is up with his family, and they're down at the 555 complex watching the the young Jackets play Saturday mornings. Yeah. With a lot of players. With a lot of players, absolutely. Yeah,
2: and, uh, you know, that's another thing. A lot of kids that I coached, and uh, Coach uh, Garth uh, Washington coached uh, from 555 all the way up to high school, you know, devarius Cook, our, our, our star quarterback, uh, when we went all the way to the semifinals, and getting back to the, the young kids again, <clears throat> it was so good to see him and his family show up oh, yeah. uh, to watch the little guys play because those little guys are just like the the Bartow Dixie youth baseball team that yep. won the World Series. Exactly. They're going to be playing. Most of them will be playing at Bartow High School in another yep. five, six years. So, uh, or less and um, you, you, it's, it's why this community is so good and, and they support each other and, and that's what it's all about Gentlemen, I think we've exhausted everything we can talk about
1: Hopefully within the next 10 minutes we'll start seeing players maybe make their way onto the field and start going through some warm-ups but 8 o'clock is the minimum time for that to happen so I tell you what we got, uh, we got our man Tom back at the studio he's got some tunes ready for us so we will uh, spin a few records. Do we still play records? I don't know. I like it. We'll still we'll, we'll spin a few tunes coming your way. We will keep you updated with updates on uh, anything that changes. If we get word about any kind of po- postponement or we're going to play or not going to play, we'll, we'll get on the air right away and let you know what's what's going on. So for Mike, Andy, Bruce, I'm Jeff. Kicking back to the studio, you're listening to Yellow Jacket Football on WBF.
2: Well, it's time to check in with the broadcast crew back at Barnto Memorial Stadium on the rain delay situation, and it, uh, it may be more serious. Jeff?
1: Yes, indeed, and boy, we, we really tried really hard to get this in tonight, but uh, it's been officially canceled. There was a long meeting with uh, Barto High School Principal, Mr. Lawson, coaching staffs from Bartow and from Kathleen, and they even met with officials, and they just decided we just had another lightning strike, Bruce, just a moment ago, okay. so that's going to set our clock back another half hour, and the rain has picked up. It's probably raining heavier now than we were when we first came on the air about uh, 7 o'clock, so uh, no choice. They've decided to cancel it for tonight. Reschedule it tomorrow morning, right after we're done with the shopper. We start playing football, ten o'clock tomorrow.
2: Yeah, I know it's unfortunate for the fans. They won't get a pregame show out of us, but uh, that we'll have to we'll have to live with that. We can go we can go straight to football, so we'll be excited about that.
3: And Mike, Mike, obviously, the, this is the best decision for the safety of the fans and everybody involved. Absolutely, and they've probably heard enough from us tonight, anyway. So they just get they just get forward to look they get to look forward to hearing us tomorrow morning, right after right after Mr. Tom on the shopper, Mr. Tom on the shopper. Then we'll be back here uh, tomorrow morning, ten o'clock for some uh, Saturday football.
1: How about that?
2: Works that for me. That works. Looking forward to it. All righty. So as, uh,
1: Kathleen will pack up uh, and head back north. Uh, the, we see the fans now trickling out of the out of the stadium on the uh, on the south side over there, the visitor side. They're headed back home. So that's the story here from Barton Memorial Stadium. The game has officially been postponed because of the weather. We will uh, start tomorrow, 10 o'clock, tomorrow morning. A little Saturday morning football for you right here on WBF. Thank so. you, gentlemen. For Mike, Bruce, Andy, I'm Jeff, Tom, back at the studio. Y'all have a pleasant evening. Stay safe. We'll catch you tomorrow 10 o'clock right here for Yellow Jacket Football on WBF. Well, good morning, everybody. Welcome to Bartow Memorial Stadium. We are here for the uh, rain-postponed football game between the Bartow Yellow Jackets and the Kathleen Red Devils last night. Bruce, we almost had to build an ark last night to get home for all the rain and lightning that we saw, but uh, it's a good-looking Saturday morning and ready for football.
2: Yeah, it's a beautiful Saturday morning. There's a nice cloud cover, so uh, that should help out with the heat uh, a little bit. It'll, it'll still be humid down there because there was so much rain. The field is dry. The, uh, the end zones are dry, so every well, they're not dry, but there's no standing water of any kind. And we've got uh, uh, just a beautiful day to be able to get this thing underway. It's not like last year at 3 o'clock in the afternoon when it was 95 degrees outside. The Bartow Yellow Jackets now making
1: their way onto the field. Bartow in the orange pants and the orange helmets, and they will bust through the big sign right at midfield. Mike, uh, real quick with you, Bartow did win the toss.
3: They did win the toss, and they deferred to the second half.
1: So Kathleen will go on offense first. Bartow will put that stellar defense out there. The uh, Kathleen Red Devils now making their way in from the west side of the field wearing the black pants, the white jerseys, and the customary red helmets with the K on the side of it. Kathleen is zero one. They lost last week to Winter Haven, thirty-nine to nothing. The Bartow Yellow Jackets—they are one and zero. They defeated Martin County last week, twenty-three to seven on the road. Thank you to all the fans coming back out here today,
2: filling up Bartow Memorial Stadium, and uh, we're ready to play some football, Bruce. Yeah, it's a very good crowd uh, today for Bartow uh, for for a Saturday. You know, you got everything going on a Saturday, and uh, you got. Uh, you got garth and the 555 guys uh all those little guys and so a lot of a lot of people that would normally be at this game are over there so we don't care where the support's at as long as you you come out and support these kids and and uh we're very very excited to uh get this game underway uh kathleen a rivalry uh used to be part of the district and um we finally turned it back into a rivalry after we won a few games so uh, look for some good hitting uh, and hopefully uh, a great outcome. Barto's got that tarp set up there with some big old fans in there to help keep their players cool yeah. and then the cheerleaders got this big old fan down here at the other end yeah so and we do make mention of a new coach on the staff. He's
1: about four feet tall. Got his hat turned around backwards. He's sporting the shades. He's he's there, he was out there helping his dad on the uh, offensive line.
2: Yeah,
1: don't know his name yet, but he's a player.
2: I don't know, but I ain't he's, saying a word to him. I'll tell you that right. He's now, he's, he's serious right now. He, absolutely, he got the game face on. He looks like he would put me in my place in about thirty seconds.
1: He's got he's chomping on the sunflower seeds. It looks like we are ready to play some football on a Saturday morning. 12, 13, 14 hours delayed, but we're ready to go. Our kicker, Kaysen Mullis,
2: has it teed up at the 40-yard line. And anyway, we have some new numbers tonight, kids, and new numbers that will will be thrown around when, when their name's ready to be called.
1: And that is Murray back deep back there along with uh, Torrance for the uh, Kathleen Red Devils. All right, here we go. On a beautiful Saturday morning, here's the kick by Mullis. Going to bounce to the oh, 10-yard yeah. line. It goes through the returner and then into the end zone for a touchback.
2: Oh, what a block. Go Man, Williams just blew up this cat at the 40-yard line. <laughs> well, that's a good way to start.
1: You've waited uh, 14 hours to hit somebody, 15 hours to hit Yeah. <laughs> First and 10 for the Kathleen Red Devils sh- at their own 20-yard line. Thank I- you. One of the new numbers is on defense, and uh, last week he wore number nine, Ladarius Davis. This week he's wearing number zero, Bruce, and we called his number a lot last week, so we can see that zero really good. Yes, He's on the defensive line with uh, Mikeon Bruce, uh, Jeremiah Martin, and uh, Big Quavion Bird. From the uh, shotgun formation, the quarterback is Torrance. Put one man in motion. First and ten from their own 20 are the Red Devils. Here's the snap. Quick turn, handoff up the middle. He's going nowhere. Bird and Jeremiah Martin have got a hold of him.
2: Yeah, uh, there was there were four or five jackets in there. Uh, number nine, uh, who is uh, now Roderick Clark, is wearing number nine. He was in there as well. So uh, Barto is is playing very very tight on these guys. Uh, going to make them uh, spread it out. He lost a couple
1: yards on that. Oh, yeah. He did, he did, and he lost a couple. Make it 2nd and 12 now for the Red Devils. Just underway here from Bartow Memorial Stadium. Kathleen with their opening possession and facing a 2nd and 12. Again, from the shotgun. The quarterback, uh, Oldham, Anthony Oldham. Here's the snap. He's going to want to throw. He does. Out into the flat. He's got his receiver well defended by the Jackets, and that is number seven, and
2: that is uh, Jaden Williams who brings him down for a loss. Yeah, Williams, he was the one that made the, made the hit out there about the 40 on the kickoff, and, and the Jackets looked like they've watched a lot of film, and, and uh, this looks kind of like, uh, uh, you know, just try to get it out to somebody, maybe get a block and, and, and break it somewhere. They, they've yet to try anything on our side of the football.
1: A nice defensive stand there by the Jackets, and that's going to lose another couple. So make it, let's call it third and 15. Third and 15 for the Red Devils. Bruce, they're going to send four receivers to the far side of the field. Empty backfield
2: for Oldham. Yeah, and this is where you look for him to throw back to his left uh, because you've got no safety help over the top. You've got uh, Galva uh, on an island by himself, and now uh, uh, delay a delay of game.
1: That's going to back Kathleen up even further now for third down and 20 yards for a delay of game. Kathleen will stick with this formation. Bruce, Three people, uh, four, four receivers on the far side of the field.
2: Yeah, and Empty this is, backfield. This is where I would really back Galva off and let him play a little soft coverage, keep him in front.
1: Here's the snap. Oldham wants to throw. He's in the end zone. Now he gets out. He's at the 5, and he's sprinting to the 10 and gets to the 15 before he's knocked out of bounds there by Martin.
3: Yeah, he didn't even get back to the original line of scrimmage, guys.
2: So they'll punt the football after three three and out. Marte should come off with some good field position. Jackets had that
1: cluster of receivers well defended over there. Quarterback had nowhere to throw, and the pressure from Jeremiah Martin forced him out. And Again, as Mike mentioned, didn't he make it back to the original line of scrimmage. It's going to be fourth and 14. That's going to put him in punt formation, except we need a punter.
2: Yeah, Galville was in pre- uh, press coverage, and, and he did not let him uh, get across the line. So that really threw off the quarterback as well. Okay, Bruce, they're going to punt from about six yards
1: behind this the line. A, yeah, this is a quick uh, quick snap, and they are going to punt right. Just like Bruce said, little angled kick. Barto moves out of the way of it. It's going to be marched all the way down to the 40, and a helmet comes flying off from one of a jacket defender's. Uh, the ball spotted at the Yellow Jacket 48-yard line. So, Andy, excellent call. Good field position for Barto for their first possession of the ball game.
2: Yeah, they played that like you—you uh, you couldn't be a hundred percent sure whether they were going to run a play or they were going to punt. It. And mm-hmm. uh, you can't go that well too often. But um, it was—it was a good idea to start the game.
1: So first and ten for the Bartow Yellow Jackets at their own 48-yard line. K.J. Valentine is the quarterback. And that looks like um, Himes is, the, yeah. is deep back. Here's the fumble. False start called on the Yellow Jackets. Looked like Barto was going to set up maybe a jet sweep or something.
2: Yeah, everybody uh, was on the same snap count except the center on that one.
1: <laughs> so the back of him up five, make it first and fifteen for Barto,
2: and he also snapped that ball like like the quarterback was under center.
1: Here comes the play, and they're going to do that jet sweep, and this is going to be Taylor turns the corner across the 15. He's into Kathleen territory down to the 49-yard line. That's the speedster. Yeah, there's going to be some holding in there. And a late flag comes in.
3: I think he's going to get him for a late hit out here because he was well. He was probably two or three yards outside yeah. okay. uh, You know, outside the line.
2: It, w- it, wasn't, a, it wasn't a big hit, but uh, I, these refs don't want to let anything get away, so they're going to throw them early. If you see something early, they're going to throw it early and uh, try to get control of this game. There was a little hold on the outside. Andy, I saw the same thing you did, but they let that go. They let it go, yeah. So the
1: march-off, the 15-yard penalty against Kathleen. That'll set up Bartow, first and 10 at the uh, Red Devil 34-yard line. Opening drive here for the Yellow Jackets. Kathleen, first possession, went three and out. They had to punt. K.J. Valentine wears number 15. He's in the uh, pistol formation. Himes, the running back, right behind him. Here's the snap. Up the gut goes Himes, and nice defensive play there by the Red Devils. They penetrated and caught him in the backfield.
2: Yeah, he just just got back to the line of scrimmage. So it'll be second and ten. got to keep them honest, though. You've got to run that ball in the middle. You've got to draw those linebackers up. Uh, they, they've got to respect the fact that you're going to run the ball up the middle, or they'll just start playing side to side.
3: You know, And what saved Kathleen on that one? When they wrapped him up, they wrapped him up high and turned him, so yep. that kind of took him off balance and was able to tackle him right there. Very good, Mike.
1: Second and ten for the Yellow Jackets at the Red Devil, 33-yard line. Valentine again in the shotgun. This time Glover is now in the backfield. Here's the snap. He will roll to his left, looking, looking, looking under some pressure. Now he's going to have to be forced in, he's going to be sacked. Looked like he had a chance to run, but the hole clogged up and lost two on the play.
2: Yeah, great pursuit. That's, that's, uh, that's good uh, film study right there. Uh, Kathleen recognized that immediately, Mike, and they, they had the defensive end and the linebacker just sprinting over to that side. And I think if uh, it, off of that, if you run a counter or a reverse, you know, run it to that side, and I think you might have pay dirt. Yeah,
3: Exactly. Because they're catching Kathleen pulling to that one side. I mean, everybody's pulling there. So, like you said, if you do a reverser or something like that, you, you catch them wide open. Third and 13 for the Yellow Jackets. Glover in the backfield. Quarterback is K.J.
1: Valentine in the shotgun. Two receivers to the near side. Valentine sets up a middle screen. It's complete. To yeah. Gal Turtle caught the ball, but he was wrapped up immediately.
2: Yeah, he he barely got his hands on the ball. I like number 68 for Kathleen, big cat. Uh, and... He got hold of him and threw him down, so that'll be fourth down. And uh, punting this football.
1: See if you can pin Kathleen deep in their own end of the field. The Yellow Jackets here in the first quarter, moving uh, from east to west or left to right across your radio dial. And back to punt is Valentine. He's going to stand right about midfield. Back deep to receive. Looks like uh, that's 21 uh, Borders. Back to receive for the Red Devils. No score in the ball ballgame.
2: 7.32 to play in the first quarter. Both defenses had uh, good stands on, on the opening. Drive. Yeah, they did.
1: Valentine waiting the snap, and here it is. Nice pressure by the Red Devils, but a nice high, deep kick. And it's going to bounce at the one and go into the end zone. Galva was close to a, to grabbing it. So that's going to set up Kathleen first and 10 at their own 20-yard line. No score in the ballgame. You're listening to Yellow Jacket
4: Football on WBF. Hello, Barto. This is Joe Decessory with Citrus Air Conditioners, your hometown air conditioning company. If you're looking to replace your old unit, Citrus Air has many units in stock and offers financing. Call us at 534-1171 or look us up online at citrusairinc.com.
5: Hi, I'm Benny Jr. with Bartow Ford. And while Bartow Ford is in a small town, we are positioned perfectly for our customers from surrounding counties to make that drive. And we make that drive worth it. On your next purchase, don't go the wrong way. Bartow Ford, we're different and we prove it.
6: If you're looking for good food and good family time, look no farther than Beef O'Brady's in the Bartow Center South. Your Bartow Beefs is perfect for lunch or dinner for the whole family or whole team. Your Bartow Beefs, where game time meets family time.
1: First and ten for the Kathleen Red Devils from their own 20 in the shotgun. Again, four receivers on the near side of the field. and It's going to be a quarterback draw right up the middle, but oh my gosh, was he stuck
2: by Clark? Yeah, uh, it really good job inside of course we we've, we've just been raving over this defensive line uh that that has been incredible so far and then if they happen to get a step out there then stanley steps up uh number 31 and makes a tackle so uh and you've, you've almost, you almost roger clark uh you you know you don't know if he's a de- sometime he, he He's a linebacker, and sometimes he'll step up and get a three-point stance, but now he's walking it out since they go four wide and a timeout.
1: Timeout for the uh, mandatory water break. A reminder, one of our sponsors, that's Carla Meeks. She's not just a realtor, but she's your full-time realtor. She enjoys helping people, whether it's your first home, uh, downsizing, or building a brand-new home. Carla can help you anywhere in the state, 863 640 92-87. 92-87. Thank you, Carla. Hey, guys, uh, scores last night. They, they did play some games around the Polk County area last night. And uh, Auburndale. Auburndale defeated Haines City 7-0. Lakeland on the road in Largo. Lakeland shut out the Packers 28-0. Mm. The Highlanders. Lake Wales got a big win over Richard Tate in the Ridge Community Bolts 40-6. Uh, Bruce, you picked this one very, very correctly. Lakeland Christian. The Flames of West Oak, they flamed out big time, 43-6. So, Lakeland Christian advances to 2-0. And the Lake Gibson Braves are also 2-0 with a big win over North Miami last night, 29-6. Some other games were rescheduled. We'll get those to you in a moment. Second and 10 here for the Red Devils. They want to throw. They do. The pass is complete. They're going to pick up three or four as they get the ball out to Torrance on a nice little scramble by the
2: quarterback. A really good, uh, that was a really good really good play by the quarterback he he wanted to go to his left uh but the corner took him down immediately and uh so he turns back right and finds the receiver uh kind of running a little short curl or what they call a button hook and he was sitting right there able to get some positive yards it's going to been giving him a whole lot of time to throw the ball either no and and i i think he even got to ramp up the pressure even more right here Third and six here for the uh, Red Devils.
1: Low snap, and it's going to be a quarterback draw up the middle. He goes, and he's going nowhere. He might lose a couple on that one. Yeah,
2: yeah. and uh, he, he did. He he tried to get a little, little juke and uh, said no. Nope.
3: Yeah, I, th- I think he was looking for that option on that one because uh, you kept seeing him look off to his right, look off to his right, and then when Borto sealed that in, he had to just tuck it and turn it up.
2: Yeah, that's that's where the defensive end is 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 so important or especially when you've got uh you've got the linebacker who's got to be coming on that play and he's got to just he's just got to lay out that uh, running back. It's going to be fourth and 6. Kathleen in that modified punt formation
1: where the punter is actually up close to the line of scrimmage. He kind of
2: sidekicks that thing off his foot. Too. Yeah.
1: Jackets do have men back deep. One, two, and kick. There he goes. And it's going to go out of bounds. Oh, this is going to be big. good field position for Bartow. Again, yeah. even better than last time. They're going to spot it at the 45 yard line of Kathleen. So Bartow, first and ten at the Red Devil 45 yard line for their second possession of the ball game. Some of the ball games last night, including ours that was affected by the weather. The frostproof Hardy Wildcat game. They've rescheduled that one for today at six o'clock down in Hardy. The Winter Haven Blue Devils were supposed to play Lake Region. That's been moved to uh, a Thursday night, October the 5th. That one's been rescheduled there. And the, uh, the Fort Meade Miners and the Toho Tigers, we don't know if that's been rescheduled or even if they will reschedule. We haven't had any official word on that as of now. So there you go. And, of course, Barto's playing this morning against the Kathleen Red Devils. First and ten, Barto.
2: Yeah, and that sun is out now.
1: From the 45-yard line of Kathleen, Valentine wants to throw. He drifts it out there over the head of his intended receiver, Corey Butler.
2: Yeah, he was looking. Butler was looking to the inside, and he was throwing it to the backside shoulder, and, and he had to try to readjust his body and was not a, a not able to pick up the ball when he turned his body back. But I see our drone is up. If you look about the 40, 35-yard line. Oh, now he's backing up to the 30. Wherever Mike is, that's where we understand that Mike is uh, the in charge keeper of the drone. I mean, like if if he was in the Game of Thrones or something like that, <laughs> he would be a really important person right now.
3: <laughs> well, you know, guys, the instructions I got on the drone, but I just I don't know if he's I don't know if we're communicating on that level yet to be a drone keeper,
2: <laughs> keeper of the drones. Oh, and we got a false start
1: here. Flags on the play against the Yellow Jackets, that will back them up by five, make it second
2: and 15. Do you got a direct line of communications with this guy? or
3: I, I do not. So we had a little discussion before the game started, and he's like, try to stay about 12 to 15 yards behind the play so that way I know where the where the 15 yards is, and I'll put the drone on you or you be where the drone's at. I'm like, well, that's kind of.
2: uh, Yeah, that's kind of taken out of your expertise of being able to watch the play, being right at the sideline, Mike. It, well, that's kind of what I was thinking. Here's the snap on second and 15. No, a little mishandle in the backfield. K.J. will keep it, and he's tripped
1: up as he crosses the 50 up to the 48.
2: Yeah, that time, uh, well, you don't, you, you kind of figure it's the it's the running back. Uh, Himes went left. Uh, Valentine went right. And uh, that does not make for a good marriage. Yeah. And uh, so then Valentine did the smart thing and tucked it and just ran right oh, behind. Got somebody down over. Have an injured player for the Kathleen Red Devils. We'll take a timeout with an injury.
1: No score in the ball game. Four fourteen left here in the first quarter. You're listening to Yellow Jacket Football on WBF.
8: Hey, it's a cricket budget. Pull it here, and we are proud to be sponsored of Yellow Jacket Broadcasting here at WBF. If you're looking for any kind of good used parts, give us a call here at 863-533 0568. That is 863 0568.
9: When looking for insurance coverage, consider the Ewing Black Welder Induce Agency with offices in downtown Bartow. Ewing Black Welder Induce Insurance with a wide range of insurance products to meet your every need. Becky Maslack, your local office
7: manager. You've heard the expression, try it before you buy it, right? Well, at Keith Spray Service, they won't ask you to sign a long term contract because they're confident that you'll want them to keep coming back to care for your delicate ornamentals and lawn treatment. Keith Spray Service for over 50 years.
1: (laughs) Welcome back to Bartow Yellow Jacket football. Yellow Jackets in Kathleen territory at the 48 yard line. They're facing a third and 14. Valentine in the uh, pistol formation. Two receivers to the left, two receivers to the right, and that is Glover, the uh, running back. He stays in to block. Valentine looks to throw. He's flushed out of the pocket. He's pursued. He'll throw it downfield. Like Got a wide-open receiver, and it's going to be caught, and touchdown, Bartow. That's that going to be nice.
2: Jason Williams. Boy, that was so beautiful. Valentine had basically tucked that ball and was going to run, and, and then he saw Williams, or number four, for oh, or Thomas. Uh that's Thomas, and throws it up and virtually hits him in stride. Uh, just a beautiful job. So he threw that ball 45 yards on the fly, guys. Hey, back up. He kept up with the line of scrimmage, so he didn't pass that thing, too.
1: Thomas got behind the defenders and hauled in the pass from
2: Valentine. Yeah, and he came from that backside When Valentine went to scramble in this way, uh, the corner probably pulled off of him. On to attempt the extra point.
1: Quezon Mullis, a little high snap, and Valentine gets it down and sends it right on through the
2: uprights. I tell you what, uh, we, we, we've talked a lot about that, guys. That was a bad snap, but Valentine did an incredible job getting the ball down and allowing Mullis to have an opportunity, and we're happy for him.
1: Bartow on the board first with a big touchdown pass. K.J. Valentine to Thomas, and uh, Bartow's in front, 7 to nothing. More Yellow Jacket football coming up right
12: here on WBF. Hello, it's Sheriff Grady Judd. I'm here to talk about the 20-Buck Truck. This is the seventh year that the Kelly Automotive Group has donated a truck. Proceeds from this event are given back to the kids. Be sure to go to 20bucktruck.com and get your ticket today.
13: 35 amazing years. Hey, that's us here at Spock Jewelers. We offer services such as beautiful custom work, the sure to wow, repairs, complimentary cleaning, appraisals, watch repairs, financing. What more do you need? We're here Monday through Friday, 10 to 7. And Saturdays from 10 to 5.
14: Pallet One of Bartow is looking for new career-minded employees. Pallet One offers competitive wages and benefits including health, dental, vision, paid vacation, and a matching 401k plan. Join the Pallet One team today. Pallet One is an equal opportunity employer.
1: Welcome back to Bartow Memorial Stadium. The Yellow Jackets in front 7 to nothing. a big touchdown pass. About 48 yards there from Valentine to Thomas. Bartow all set to kickoff. Mullis has it teed up at the 40-yard line. He'll send it downfield and into the end zone
2: for a touchback. Another good job by our sophomore superstar kicker. Nice to see our world champion cheerleaders here this morning. Yes, and and also our... uh, half of our band is here as well and we're very excited to have them uh band at a high school game is a necessity
1: we talked a little bit last night during the weather delay with our uh, our mad scientist band director mr john ekman and he's really pumped about the show he's uh, hoping maybe in the next couple weeks to have the full show ready for us he's working on some props like he always does so we are excited uh to see the the show here that he put he and his band are going to put on First and ten for the Kathleen Red Devils. They trail 7-0 at the 20. Here's the snap. Handoff. Up the middle goes the running back. He's got some running room, and he's going to be tackled down to the 26-yard line.
2: That was a great job by Jahad Brown coming up from that safety spot and just takes his legs out from underneath
3: him. Yeah, he was hit first in the backfield by number nine from Barto there and kind of slowed him up a little bit, but he recovered pretty quickly.
1: Going to be second and five. Second and five for the Red Devils. As that sun is uh, beaming down yeah, here that, at Barge That cloud cover is
2: gone now. It's in their face, too, Kathleen's face right now. they also
1: going into the wind a little bit, a nice breeze across the field as well. We hope that helps, Mike. Here we go. Third, I make it second and five, and the running back is caught in the backfield. One, two, three, four. Jackets were there
2: to bring him down. No gain. Yeah, that was a quarterback keep. He faked. Uh, he faked uh, the dive, and then he took off and got swallowed up in a hurry. And uh, he has some. He has some thick legs on him, guys, because he was pushing some of our big hogs around. You uh, when. Um, Quavian Bird gets hold of you and you're able to push him back a half a step, you are one powerful dude. It's going to be third and five here for the Red Devils.
1: Kathleen, without a first down so far in the ball game, going to send three receivers to the far side of the field. A single receiver to the near side from the shotgun is Oldham. They quick count it in a blitz by the Yellow Jackets. The quarterback is hammered and, and it's going to be... Oh, oh no!
2: It was an easy pick for the yellow jackets. You better that that's uh number six, that's Hampton, and he needs to drop and give me ten push ups right now. You drop you drop anything that wide open and you owe me push up huh? He was thinking about that touchdown. Roughing the passer. Yeah, we're gonna rough in yeah. the passer call against Bartow. Was bar- they, must have, they, they must have hit him high because uh, they hit him right as he was throwing, Mike. Did they hit him high?
3: Yeah, I believe that's what the call was because the, the official was standing right there, and, I mean, he dropped it immediately, so they must have wrapped him up pretty high.
1: Barto was bringing a blitz on that play, so they got to the quarterback quick, which forced the Aaron throw and uh, a near interception. However, the penalty will give Kathleen a first down at their own 40-yard line. Again, that stacked four receiver formation on the far side of the field, empty backfield, quarterback Oldham, and right at the middle he goes on a quarterback draw,
2: and he gets maybe one yard on the play before Bird brings him down. Yeah, that was almost a quarterback sprint. He was sprinting towards the line of scrimmage as soon as he got that football, and uh, you know he's he's got the big thick legs like like a um, like a tailback guys, and and uh, probably gets some good success from that from time to time.
1: Full speed from the backfield.
2: What six yards? Five yards deep, and you're running right at big yeah. number ninety-eight. <laughs> that's a that's a good collision. If, you, if you're big whoop. at all, if not, it's a, it's a train wreck.
1: Second and nine for the Red Devils at their own forty-one yard line. Again, same formation, four receivers back. Now they're going to put one man in motion, bring him back to the backfield, and they're going to give. Nope. Yep. They're going to give him the ball, and Bird and
2: Martin meet him in the backfield. <sighs> I mean, these guys just are not playing around. 52. Mike on uh, Mike Bruce. Bruce, yeah. He actually lost yardage on that one.
1: They yeah, make it third and all, third and close to ten, but. Uh Jeremiah Martin, Mycon Bruce, Quavion Bird, and Darius Davis. That's the four-down linemen on the defensive line for yeah, the Yellow
2: Jackets. And Davis is, is 50 pounds lighter than the other three. So uh, that'll tell you something right there. And Davis is one of the big stars on that line. And just behind them and the linebackers, you got Stanley
1: and you got Clark. Right. Patrolling the middle of the field behind that big four. So here we go. It's third and nine, a quick snap quarterback wants to throw down the field it's going to be intercepted this time he caught at the 42 yard time. line that is going to be hampton hampton's going to sprint toward the end zone he's at the 10 he's at the five and it's going to be a yellow jacket pick six bartow with a
3: touchdown uh, got a to flag at yeah, 35 yeah, the 35 yard line guys
2: probably going to come back it's still going to be bartow football but i think that might have been a block in the back or or a hold and that happens a lot you know when when a ball is picked but a great job by hampton he dropped one a few minutes ago and and this one he got.
1: Yeah, it's coming back, guys. So Barto will retain possession. A nice interception uh, by Hampton. He gets to wear the interception chain or the turnover chain down there. <laughs> so the march-off a 10-yard penalty from the 35. Bartow, as long
2: as it's not a maroon backpack like uh, Florida State does, then we're in pretty good shape, huh?
1: So they're going to march the ball all the way back to just about the 50-yard line, so it's into Kathleen Red Devil territory.
3: Hey, guys, real quick, I'm going to give out a little shout-out real quick. i got a first-time listener. Yeah. Um, I have a cousin in, in Alabama, the uh, Bibb County Choctaws, uh, Miss Betty and Mr. Mike. I appreciate you guys listening to uh, Bartow football this morning.
2: Absolutely. welcome, Welcome have to good. Florida how the Choctaws do last night?
3: The Choctaws won. I was kind of keeping up with their game a little bit last night, kind of neck and neck up till halftime, and it seemed like after halftime they just kind of poured it on.
2: That's good. a cool name. Yeah, I like it.
1: First and ten for the Yellow Jackets. They fake a jet sweep. K.J. Valentine will keep the ball. He goes left, he goes right, and K.J. Dragon, folks. He's got a Yellow Jacket first down into the 40, uh, 38-yard line. Wow.
2: Really great job, and Jordan Sly with a good block on this side.
1: Yellow Jackets with tempo now. They're right at the line of scrimmage again on this first down play. Spot the ball at the Kathleen 38-yard line. Jackets do this tempo from time to time.
2: I like the hurry-up offense. It keeps them. It keeps the other team off guard.
1: So you are going to have a timeout. Oh, that's the final play of the quarter.
2: <laughs> hey, that's all right, Sean.
1: Time, time flies when you're having fun. <laughs> Barto 7, Kathleen nothing at the end of the first quarter. You're listening to Yellow Jacket football on WBF.
15: Hi, it's Erin with Evolve Contracting. While there's no shortage of landscape and irrigation companies, you deserve the option that's the best fit for you. At Evolve, we offer 3D imaging and an irrigation program that saves you water, time, and money. Call us at 863-537-7537.
16: Today's broadcast is sponsored in part by the Witten-McLean Funeral Home of Bartow since 1925 and the McLean Funeral Home of Fort Meade. They're family-owned and are committed to providing personal service with the concept of our family serving yours.
11: In today's complicated financial world, it's nice to know that Steve Wright & Company is there, helping you utilize your resources more effectively as you work toward your financial goals, from tax returns to retirement plans, and all the stops in between. Rely on Steve Wright & Company on Avenue H in Winter Haven.
1: Wind against the, the them. Welcome back to Bartow Yellow Jacket Football. We are at John and Terry Frost Family Field, and we're ready to start the second quarter. Bartow in front, 7 to nothing. Bartow now going into the wind, and a little bit of sun in their face. Yellow Jackets with a first and ten at the Kathleen 38-yard line. Valentine in the shotgun. going to put one man in motion. That's Thomas on the jet sweep. They will give it to Thomas on the jet sweep around the corner. flag
2: on the other side of
1: it. And yeah, Thomas gets hold. to the 30. Yeah.
3: Hey, guys, I don't know if you noticed the last couple of plays. The uh, coach for Kathleen has been well past midfield over toward the Bartos sideline. Couldn't pick up what he was shouting out, what he was carrying on about, but apparently there's something going on with him over there.
2: Well, we got enough cops here today. They can certainly settle him down in a hurry. It's going to be illegal motion is the flag against
1: the Yellow Jackets. So that will back them up five yards. Make it first and 15. I don't know if it's a coincidence or not, but that flag came from the Kathleen side of the field. Yeah. And yeah, you can get in there here. First and fifteen for Barto. Spot the ball now at the Red Devil 43 yard line. Hey, hold on, get that Valentine in a little pistol formation. Himes right behind him. Now he'll step over to his left side. And they're going to put Taylor in motion. Fake it to Taylor, and they're going to give it to Himes on a little cross action. Ty- Himes with some nice running room. He crosses the 40, crosses the 35 to the 34.
2: Yeah, and that's exactly what we were talking about earlier, guys. You get the pursuit going one way, they run the jet sweep three or four times, and you just mm-hmm. then uh, um, the running back is just standing there, and all of a sudden you hand it to him, and he goes the other way quickly to the line of scrimmage are the yellow jackets same formation here's the snap and himes
1: again right up the middle he goes another flag on the play from the same side over there and uh, maybe back to the line of
2: scrimmage but let's check that flag it's got to be an illegal formation guys because i i haven't seen anybody move mike
3: yeah it's that's what they're going to get illegal procedure
2: yeah that's a that's a formation uh somebody is being left uncovered or they don't have enough men in the backfield Illegal procedure called against the Yellow Jackets. That will back him up by
1: five, make it second down and about nine on the play. And Bartow, I believe, called a timeout. Yes. They did indeed. Where's my little guy at? He'd get out there and straighten them out he right sure now. sure would. 10.57 to play in the first half. It is Bartow
4: 7, Kathleen nothing. You're listening to Yellow Jacket Football on WBF. Hello, Barto. This is Joe Decessory with Citrus Air Conditioners, your hometown air conditioning company. If you're looking to replace your old unit, Citrus Air has many units in stock and offers financing. Call us at 534-1171 or look us up online at citrusairinc.com.
5: Hi, I'm Benny Jr. with Bartow Ford. Are you looking for a career in the automotive service industry? There's no better place to start than at Barto Ford. Is it because we have one of the largest service departments? Maybe it's because we will help pay for your training and tools. Apply at BartoFord.com, where we're different and we prove it.
6: Your Bartel Beef O'Brady's in the Bartow Center South is your headquarters for good food and good sports. With something for everyone on the menu, your Barto Beefs is perfect for the family, an office lunch, or to feed the team after a big win. Beefs, where game time meets family time.
1: Oh, second all and nine. Fine. Yep, second and nine for the Yellow uh, Jackets, but Kathleen jumped. So Barto will get that five yards right back.
2: Yeah, that's a that's a good job uh, by Eden uh, making that call right there. You get your yardage that you lost right back, and um, we've tried it twice. It's worked twice so far this year.
1: Now Barto facing a second and five. They're going to send three receivers to the near side. Valentine throws that way. It's off the oh, fingertips oh, of
2: wow wow
1: off the fingertips of uh, Jason Williams and almost picked off. By Kathleen, it falls innocently to the ground. <laughs>
2: he had his hands on it. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how he misses that ball. So
1: it, just, it, it shot right through him. But, uh, yeah.
3: Now it's going to be third and five for Barto. Yeah, Valentine had a little zip to that one, so when it hit him, I could hear it on the sideline. Here, with the headset on, you could hear the smack in his hand. So he must have put a little zip on that one.
2: Well, this is a uh, four down territory here, guys. So, no! Jackets with the same formation,
1: three receivers here to the near side of the field. Glover is the deep back. And now he'll move up right next to Valentine. Here's the snap. They're going to give it to Thomas on a jet sweep. Nope, check that. Uh, K.J. Valentine on the keeper. Really and, Bruce, close. he crosses the 30. Did he get a first down? I think so. It's going to be
3: close, guys. Yeah. From this angle right here, it looks like he got the first down.
1: Haven't seen a signal yet, but it, it looks like it's fourth down because I see a lot of beef coming into the ball game.
2: They ought to measure that? You
1: got Bird, Bruce, and Stanley coming in.
2: I think he's going coming out
1: here to go measure. It. Yeah, it
3: looks like they're going to call it like a just a ball, maybe a ball short.
1: They they're them? They're going to measure. It. Referees are gathering around the ball, looking over the sideline to see where the chains are. Big shout out to Barto's number one chain crew. You can
2: ask for a measurement.
1: Always do an excellent he's not job. Do it. Yeah, they're going to call about a foot short. It's not going to change Barto's uh, game plan here. They, no, got, they
2: should bring uh, in the heavy. They, they're out there too. <laughs> They'll go to the
3: power eye. And yeah, with that beef that Barto has on that line right now, it's going to be hard to stop them from gaining that yard or two that they need.
2: I don't think it's a yard. Maybe a football. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
3: About the length of a football.
2: That's where it's going to be a quarterback sneak.
3: You got Bruce. I mean, excuse me, Bird and
2: Stanley in the backfield, and oh, the ball oh. is
1: mishandled at the snap.
2: But he fell forward. If he, if he. If he recovered the ball, it's going to be a first down.
3: Yeah, he's going to call it a first down, guys. It, it is. Like, wow. Yeah, it looks like he fumbled it forward and where they recovered it at.
2: don't think i see it. It's going to be first. close. I don't think that was I a great play. That was a great play.
3: Yeah, that was that's in the book, right?
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> it was. Yeah. Yep, they're going to call it first. First down for the Yellow Jackets. So a little fumble recovery by the Yellow Jackets. And like Bruce pointed out, he fell forward and recovered it. They only needed a foot, right, Andy? That's it. First and 10 for the Yellow Jackets at the 20, we'll call it the 28 yard line of Kathleen.
2: I got to say hello to my little sailor. She is uh, listening with uh, my son Jack. Andy says, uh, let's see, Andy. Power
1: eye formation. Here's the snap, and they're going to toss it, and Kathleen will blow this play up in the backfield. They get Himes caught behind the line of scrimmage. He's going to lose about five or six. Yeah, Jack wants to know when the last time
2: you ran 45 yards, Andy. Me? Yeah. Oh, probably. Let's see. I'm 64. <laughs> it was probably 60 years ago. Because mm. you could probably run 45 yards when 55. you 55. Yeah. Who's chasing you? But uh, my little sailor's listening, and she's uh, hollering she? for me. So, hello, darling. I will be. I will hey. be there to see you tomorrow. Hey, sailor.
1: On the running play, Himes is going to lose about seven. It's going to be second down and about 17 yards for the Yellow Jackets. Himes in the backfield with the quarterback, Valentine, standing in the pistol formation. And now we've got timeout. Whistles will blow, and we're going to have a delay of, game. delay of game. Well, this is going from wow. bad to worse. Five more yards marched off against the Yellow Jackets. Spot it now at the thirty-nine yard line. Barto needs to get inside the twenty for a first. Just get chunks. This is four-down territory still. Three wide receivers on the far side of the field. Here's the snap. Valentine will roll that way. The right-handed quarterback looks to throw. Now he's going to keep and and up the field. He goes. He's at the thirty-five. He's at the thirty. He's at the twenty-five. He's at the twenty. Valentine's still on his feet inside the fifteen before he's finally ball brought down. Ball. The ball's, on, balls the on the ground. And Barto's on. Oh, Kathleen, Kathleen got ball. it. Yep. Valentine had the ball punched out of his hands. There's
2: a flag down here at the 42 at the 37 yard line.
1: So we'll hold everything right here and see what the flag is about, but Valentine with some nice running left and right up the field, but Got the ball punched out of his hands from behind.
2: Yeah, you got once. Once you uh, once you've committed, you got to tuck that football and run. And, and he had a Mike, where where he was kind of swaying it out, in, out, in.
3: Yeah, he's just kind of carrying it loosely. I mean, like you said, once once you get that far down the field, you got to tuck that ball away because you know at that point they're going to be jabbing at it. They're they're, call, they're going to call unsportsmanlike conduct, Andy. I
2: noticed Probably some was. cussing uh, after the play, something like that. No, that flag was way over there on the other side of the field.
3: And it could have been. Maybe maybe one of the coaches got a little carried away because, like I said, he's been out, you know, well past, well beyond, you know.
2: But that was against Bartow. Bartow. Yeah. All right, so the March
1: 15 yards off at, from the spot of the fumble. So Kathleen first and ten. At their own 26-yard line, Kathleen really has not been able to move the ball very much in this ballgame uh, tonight. They got one first down. That was, thank you, for a penalty. So let's see what they do here. 8-18 to play in the first half. Bartu in front, 7 to nothing. Kathleen will send three receivers to the near side of the field. Oldham, the quarterback, in the shotgun formation. First and ten, here's the snap. Wants to throw under some pressure. Davis is there, forces a throw down the field, and it's going to be incomplete. Good coverage. Now a flag comes in. Oh,
2: no, that was I, beautiful coverage. I mean,
0: he I he was looking he, back yeah. at
2: the ball. You cannot – oh, this is against Kathleen. They're yeah. going to call it an offensive pass interference. Hampton was in good position over yeah, there. And when you're looking back at the ball, you have, the defense has as much right to the football as the offense does. And if you're looking back to the football – and y'all get tangled up. There's there's no foul. But he must have grabbed uh, the corner, Hampton.
3: Yeah, he was in much better position to catch that ball than Kathleen was.
1: So they will call offensive pass interference against the Red Devils. That will back them up 15, 15, 15 yards and it'll move it all the way to about the 14-yard line. So it's first and forever. Kathleen needs to get it to the 37-yard 30, 30, uh, line for a first. Mike, is the breeze helping out at all down there?
3: It is helping a little bit, but it's uh, it's still warm down here. I mean, all that moisture we had yesterday, it's definitely coming out with this wind. You can tell that. I guess it's no worse than really like a Friday night, though. I mean, it's really not too bad down here. Three receivers to the near side of the field for Kathleen. Oldham wants to throw.
1: He's under some pressure. Sets up a middle screen. Uh, and <laughs> it was almost picked off by Clark, but it caught. And then Clark immediately tackled him at the 15-yard line.
2: Yeah, Clark uh, definitely hit him as he was trying to make the pick and knocked him down. And now uh, official. Timeout uh, on the field
1: for the mandatory water break. We'll let might get a little beverage there. Let's talk about air conditioning. Proud to be Bartow's air conditioning company, it is Citrus Air Conditioning. Complete service for all your home and office. With such great care, it must be Citrus Air. Call Jonathan today, 534 1170. Citrus Air Conditioning of Bartow. There you go. Well, later today, Bruce, full slate of college football games. You got a NASCAR race at 3 o'clock from Darlington in the Xfinity Series. And uh, tomorrow. Some more college football and a Cup Series race from Darlington. They kick off the round of sixteen playoffs for the uh, the Cup Stars. Yeah, I think that's you, tomorrow you, night, right? Uh, yeah, broadcast starts at five o'clock. It'll work its way to the evening. Yes, sir.
2: Okay, I'll be able to see that one. I might not see the Infinity race today. I'll listen to it on the radio. There you WBF. go. Bf. And I believe the uh, LSU
1: Florida State is a Sunday nighter kickoff around eight o'clock. Yeah. Here we go, second and forever for the Red Devils. Quarterback is under some pressure. There's a flag on the play. Coming Davis is old. chasing it from behind and runs right into another jacket.
2: He gets nailed. Yeah, that one's coming back.
1: Yeah, we they as the play was formed, we could see the holding call against Red the Kathleen Red Devils right as the play the hold the the play ran right by the hold.
3: He so. keeps that running out. He's gonna be wore out by the end of this game. <laughs> Guys, I just got a text it says y'all sound great. I can almost picture myself watching the game. Oh, that's that's
2: that's,
1: that's,
3: good. that's wonderful. Is that from our friends up our new friends in Alabama? That's our friends in Alabama. Yes, it is. Well, thank you. Thank you.
1: Up there in Bibb County with the Choctaws, right? Yes, sir. All right, Kathleen will back up. Now they got to go really forever here. They're uh, they're almost uh, to the field house. It's they're going to be second down. They're going to spot the ball at the 5 yard line. They need to make it all the way to their own 37 yard line for a first. Where's our zone, our our drone at? He's in a defensive backfield.
2: Oh, okay. Oh, I see it now.
1: Three receivers for Kathleen on the near side of the field. One running back next to the quarterback. Here's the snap. He takes one step, looks. Now he's under some pressure. He's got to get out of the end zone. He does, and he's going to run up the field. He breaks the tackle from Martin. He's now the 15th at the 20, 25, still on his feet. Now they got Had it. a nice little run here. Still going. He's near midfield. Oh, my goodness. And finally, four jackets bring him down.
2: Uh, that, was a, that was a beautiful job. Wow. It was, he, just, he just juked and jived his way. Every time somebody got close to him, he would just plant a foot and cut. And uh, throw them off balance. And, uh, boy, he was a a superstar on that play. He earned all of that. And that has just got to be deflating to the defense.
3: Well, and it wasn't so much his speed like you guys were noticing that, Barry. His his cutting, I mean, he would just stop, make a miss, and then turn it and go somewhere else with it. Yeah. First
1: and ten, now the Red Devils into Yellow Jacket territory at the 46-yard line quarterback has two receivers to the left two receivers to the right here's the snap a low snap picked up and Boom. handed to the running back and he's going nowhere he ran right into stanley and he davis. ran right into davis
2: and now somebody's a little slow to get up for Barto. the back is certainly slow to get up he's hurt he got hit hard
3: yeah he got wrapped up i mean he didn't even get the ball handed off to him very well and he got wrapped up and he just pounded by about four jackets. Yeah, got the
2: knocked out of him. Yeah, that was Bruce that got to him first.
1: And Bruce was the slow yellow jacket to get up, but he's on his feet now. So the lose two on the play. Make it second and twelve for Kathleen. Five fifty-eight to play here in the first half. Barto seven and Kathleen nothing. Was there a flag? Or are we going to have a timeout? Timeout called by Kathleen, so we will take it with them. Bartow 7, Kathleen Nothing, you're listening to Yellow Jacket Football on WBF. Once again, Craig, a budget you
17: pull on the Bartow on their inventory.
1: But uh, most of our vehicles are around uh, uh, from the early
8: 90s to the uh, the mid-2010s, you know, 2008, 9, 10, that area.
7: The parts you need when you need it. Budget you pull on
1: Highway 60 East, Barto.
13: The Ewing Blackwelder and Deuce Insurance Agency has been serving Central Florida since 1984. They all work and live in your neighborhood and take pride in our history. Offices in Bartow, there when you need them, representing only the most reliable companies in the industry. For over 50
7: years, Keith Spray Service has been serving Polk County with specialized treatment of delicate ornamentals, including rose bushes. Want to learn more about the treatments of ornamentals as well as expert lawn care? Call Keith Spray Service.
1: Welcome back to Bartow Memorial Stadium, along with Mike Ayers. He's down there roaming the Yellow Jacket sideline. You got Bruce and Andy Edmond. I'm Jeff Thornburg. Thank you for joining us here for a little Friday, um, excuse me, a little Saturday morning Saturday football.
3: Morning.
1: Bartow in front, seven to nothing. Five thirty-four to play left here in the first half. Kathleen with the ball, and this is their first uh, opportunity to be into Yellow Jacket territory. They're going to be at the Yellow Jacket forty-seven yard line. Quarterback in the shotgun, he's got the ball, looking to throw right across the middle, and it's going to be. Oh, thought he had it for a minute, but then he was leveled by a defender.
2: Yeah, it was, that was a great play uh, by number eleven, uh, Jason Williams, as he he went up and uh, as you said, he bobbled the ball, and as soon as he bobbled it, uh, he got he got de-cleated. He met Mister Williams. Yes,
1: Mister Williams introduced himself quite well. Third and we'll call it third and twelve for Kathleen. Yellow Jacket defense, four-down linemen. see what Kathleen will do on this third and 12. They're going to send three receivers on the far side of the field and the shotguns at the quarterback. Hold him, he'll take it, handoff, up the middle goes Torrance, and he's going to be bottled up. Maybe he gets back to the original line of scrimmage, but that's it. Fourth down.
3: Yeah, Kathleen's really struggling up that middle. There's just not much there. I mean, when you start putting that beef that Barto has up there, it's hard to get through there. You really got to open up a big hole, Time move out. those guys a long ways out to to open up something across that middle.
1: Timeout called by the Kathleen Red Devils. Five sixteen to play. They're facing a is a fourth fourth down fourth down. Yeah, fourth and nine from the Yellow Jacket forty five yard line. Next week, we are right back here. At Barton Memorial Stadium, Friday night. They tell me it's homecoming already. Isn't yeah, that something? It's kind of quick, but it's we're playing the team from Naples that we went down last year. Mike remembers that game. Um, we Naples, huh? Gulf Coast, the Sharks. The Sharks will be up here. Yeah, we beat them in, like, overtime. Overtime, in the rain. Yeah. So, uh, good to see Naples up here. Naples, Gulf Coast, Sharks here at Barton Memorial Stadium next Friday night. Kickoff 7.30. Hope you can join us. If not in the stands, tune us in on the radio.
2: According to my weather crew, this is going to be from about tomorrow on. It's going to be a nice week. Yeah. Low to mid-70s in the morning. Mm -hmm. I like that. Here we go. Fourth down for the Red Devils.
1: Offense is on the field. Here's the snap. Low, they've got it, and pressure from Davis. He throws. It's going to be complete, and a nice little catch from behind the back, and he knocked out of bounds. He's got a Kathleen first down.
2: Yeah, that was a wheel route. They ran, and nobody picked up the wheel, and, and uh, they he was wide open. As, I believe that was uh, Hampton that pushed him out of bounds.
1: First and ten for the Kathleen Red Devils at the Bartow 29-yard line. And whistles will stop this play. Barto will call a timeout.
2: Look confused, you Bruce. Uh, well, it, there shouldn't be confusion, but you always, as a as a defensive uh, coach, um, you always ask your corners and your safety who's got the wheel. You're always looking for that wheel out, and and uh, so sometimes it, it it'll be pre. Predetermined, depending on what, what play you got. But uh, somebody has to take that wheel or he's wide open like he was right there. And that's where the kids have to be communicating on the field, and that's probably what they're talking about right now.
1: Big shout-out to some other folks tuned in up way up there in Cleveland, Ohio. The, uh, the coach's mom and dad, Mary and Jim, got us tuned in, and the coach's, Coach Tyler's, Eden's uh, grandparents, uh, the Webers, Jim and Tess, tuned in uh today as well so we thank you or they might have flipped over to uh, ohio state indiana i don't know if that started yet or not but thank you for, for tuning us in we appreciate you
2: well we like them but that football game is going to be a yawner yeah. <laughs>
1: first in 10 they fake a quarterback draw and the yellow jackets uh, davis is there and uh just to bring him everybody down was there. everybody was everybody <laughs>
2: The first number I saw was a big zero, and that's uh, Davis. Yeah, and it, it, Bruce it, was there as well. It, it's hard to believe that four of those big guys can all have hold of one guy at one time, but they all had hold of him. It'll be a five-yard loss,
1: making a six-yard loss, second down and 16 here for the Kathleen Red Devils. One more shout-out, and I'm done, and that's to my lovely wife, who has a birthday on Monday. Oh, wow. Happy yes. birthday, Kim. Happy Kim. birthday, Kimmy. And I hope m- you feel better. Yes. Yes. Second down, second and 16 here for the Kathleen Red Devils. Two receivers on the left, two receivers on the right. Here's the snap. Quarterback wants to throw. Davis again is in his face. He'll scramble, breaks it out, and he's going to be caught and brought down. Yeah, that's a great Davis job. is caught
2: by. That's number seven, uh, Jaden Williams. And got back there to that the quarterback. down.
1: Third and about 13. There you go. Third and 13 here.
2: Yeah, four, uh, four down, Terry. I'm great. guys.
1: Batteries. Mike, you send somebody for batteries? Oh, tell that gentleman I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah. All right, it's going to be third down. I'm sorry, my friend. I'm sorry. We got him. Be third and 12 here for the Kathleen Red Devils. They're going to send three receivers to the far side of the field.
2: Here's the snap up, oh, and whistles will stop this play. Delay a game. I'm sorry. So that'll back them up another five yards. Uh, thank you. So it's going to be about third and 17, third and 18 now. Uh, but again, uh, this this is four down territory. There, nobody's playing around here. Batteries on the way. Three receivers for Kathleen on the far side of the field. Single receiver to the right. One back in the backfield. In the shotgun.
1: Kathleen from their own 36-yard line. Here's the snap. And under a lot of pressure, four jackets in the backfield. They're chasing him. He gets the ball away, and he's going to throw it up, and it's going to way out of bounds while we're on
2: the track. Yeah, he did everything in his power to... to save that play, and he did, and he threw it, but just so much momentum going towards the far sideline, and and he's running and having to throw. He's throwing right-handed to the left side, running full speed, and that ball's just going to carry. It's almost like when a left-hander throws a football, it floats away from the receiver, and it carried right out of bounds, but a really good job, and I I think they may punt here. I mean, this is a long way to try to do it. There's only three minutes left in the half, so they, it's a long way for Bartow to try to go in three minutes. The ball's about the
1: 36-yard line. They need to get down inside the 20 for a first. So we'll see what Kathleen does here on this fourth down play. And, Bruce, if you're that defensive line, what are you doing? I'm coming. I'm bringing them. Everybody. I'm bringing a linebacker, too. Three receivers on the far side of the field. Here's the snap. He play zone. Yellow Jackets lay back a little bit down the middle. Oh,
2: oh man!
1: And that was uh, that was Murray.
7: Yeah. Murray
1: had a
2: bead on that from the beginning. And Murray's not going to let anything go. Normally you say knock it down, knock it down. It's going to be first down for Barto anyway. But Murray, he saw the goal line.
3: Yeah, uh, I think 60 he had
2: yards downfield.
3: Yeah, he had a head of steam on that one when he broke, and I think that's exactly what he saw was a wide open field on that on that far side of the field.
2: And Murray's a human highlight reel, anyway. So. Yellow
1: Jackets will take over first and ten at their own 36-yard line. I caught a glimpse of Murray streaking through
3: the secondary (laughs) and
1: met the ball. And had he caught that,
2: Mike, he he was gone.
3: Yeah, and I think that's exactly what he saw, too. And I think that's probably why he just lost grip of that ball because he knew he was gone.
2: Yeah, if he'd have used his hands, he'd have caught it. But, uh, you know, he tried to catch it like with the elbow and the arm type thing.
1: First and ten here for the Yellow Jackets. Here's the snap. Valentine on a quarterback keeper. Tries to break it to the left side. Up the field he goes across the forty and a nice little five yard run there by Valentine.
2: I like that. You had you had two running backs in the backfield and they're just lead blockers for him. That was a quarterback run all the way. And you get good positive yardage out of that. And these these running backs we got are big guys. They're not little guys and they can they can make a hole.
3: They were doing some good blocking. Yeah, he had a nice wall set up there in front of him.
1: We'll give him six yards on the play. Make it second and four for Barto. Now at their Yellow Jacket 43-yard line. Jackets are going to send three receivers on the far side of the field. Butler by himself on the near side here. And Valentine in the shotgun. Takes two steps back, looking to throw, looking, looking across the middle. He's got his receiver a little bit behind Thomas, but Thomas will tell you he should have caught that.
2: Yeah, he he, he did. And uh, he threw that a little bit sidearm, Mike. And I think when, when he dropped that ball a little bit, he couldn't get that zip that he that he needed. And um, uh, Thomas, very fast coming across the field, you, ha- you have to lead him.
3: Yeah, exactly. I mean, that was a um, – he saw him, but like you said, rolling to his right like that and throwing back across, I mean – you just got to be right on the numbers with that thing because he's already blazing across the center of the field, and you got to lead him well. Right, lead and, him well.
2: It's like when you see Mahomes being an old shortstop, and, and he'll he'll drop that elbow and he'll throw it sidearm, but he puts it. He leads him perfectly. But he's he's going to be a Hall of Famer. Third and four. Here's a turtle. That's Glover. And Glover's got a first
1: down as he crosses the 45 down to the 47. Yeah, that's the first time we've called his name tonight. Yeah.
2: And uh, he and. uh, um, uh, Glover uh, Times, they normally split time.
1: Yellow Jackets are quickly to the line of scrimmage. They're Good going to get a uh, glover again up the middle. He's horse calling.
3: Yeah, I, I don't think they're going to call that one, guys. It was high.
2: Listen, you, it's it not just a face mask, guys. If you grab any part of that helmet and tackle them, that's a penalty. Jackets, again, quickly to the line of scrimmage, second and four. Again, they're
1: going to give it to Glover again. He bounces it out. Oh, he backs up now. Glover trying to make something happen, and he's going to get caught in the backfield.
2: He's going to lose a lot. Yeah, he lost about ten yards on that. And that's where, you know, he's, he's such an athlete. He's just into the game. He wants to make something big. And you, you, you can't fault him for effort, but sometimes uh, your ability – will make you do things you probably shouldn't do at that time it's going to be third and about 14 now
1: for the yellow jackets you're listening to wwbf Bartow as we approach the 11 o'clock hour uh, mike i'm going to tell you it's uh 84 degrees but it's probably uh-huh. about 80 percent humidity uh-huh.
3: It it is, but it's, uh, like I said, they got a nice breeze down here, so it's really not too bad. I mean, I know these guys and these pads and everything, they're probably really feeling the heat because you see them icing them down on the sideline here and pouring cold water on them to keep them cool. Um, but for us, you know, just in shorts and a shirt and stuff, it's really not that bad down here.
2: This is one thing that I'm really excited about with this coach. Um, we see other teams do it. Barto hasn't done it in a long time. Coach Tate, old school guy, you know, you uh, unless the leg's broken or something, I ain't even looking at you. But you really have to, to concentrate on keeping these kids hydrated. Uh, you got to make them drink. And, uh you try to you try to hydrate them two or three days before the game, but during the game they've got to stay hydrated.
3: Yeah, you you just can't hydrate the day before. I mean you have to do it two or three days prior to before you ever start something like this. You, I mean, especially during this football season, you constantly gotta be pounding that water.
1: We're under a minute to play here in the first half. Bartow in front seven to nothing. Barto does have the ball. They're facing a third and From their own 44-yard line, or 43-yard line, we'll say. We have the SEC football report coming up at halftime for you. Get you ready for all the uh, college football around the area today. Three receivers on the near side, and uh, uh, the receivers took off, but the ball was not snapped.
2: (laughs) I don't think they heard the snap count. Five-yard penalty against the uh, Yellow Jackets.
1: Backs him up just inside the 40-yard line. Well, that only makes it third and 104. (laughs) Three receivers to the near side. Here's the snap. Valentine throws, and he gets it out. Oh, Himes off the fingertips of Himes, the
2: uh, running back. Yeah, uh, Himes heard steps right there, Mike. Uh, He heard steps coming, and uh, a lot of times you hear those steps and and you you lose concentration on the football. Don't blame him a bit. He was going to get laid out, but – yeah, I, just to drop football, now we'll punt it.
1: So Bartow will drop back in punt formation. Valentine, our quarterback, handles our punting duties. And uh, he's going to be kicking into a little bit of a breeze. The flag has kind of dropped off a little bit. At least the American flag over here has. Mm-hmm. Up on the stadium, it's still, still pretty good. S- straight yeah. out. Oh, got, got Paris and Huntley back deep to receive for the Red Devils.
3: They're going to get a motion on Bartow.
1: Illegal procedure against the Yellow Jackets. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You can't let the wheels fall off this, guys. There's, what, 55, 52 seconds left, which is not a lot of time, but uh, you miss one tackle and a seven point. So got to make sure that they go in this locker room leading seven, nothing. So we'll try it again.
1: Fourth down and forever. Barto in punt formation. Here's the snap. Valentine's got it. Kicks it away. Good kick. It's going to bounce right about the 38-yard line, and the Jackets will down it at the 35.
2: It so was really good kick. There's no chance for a return. It was a wobbler. If it kicks just right, you get a 20-yard roll out of it. They didn't quite get that, but uh, it's still a good kick.
1: Well, I'm sure you guys uh, saw the news on social media this morning, just as I did, and kind of a, a bit of a surprise that we uh, we lost Mr. Jimmy Buffett overnight.
2: Yeah, I was I was a fan. Uh, I saw him at Tampa Stadium. It was the Eagles' last concert before they broke up back in in 1980, and and uh, uh, Jimmy Buffett led it. And Jimmy Buffett sang in a monsoon like we had last night, and he was on stage. Uh, he was great, and then as as soon as the Eagles came out, it's it's like the the skies parted. Really? Yeah, it was beautiful. And we were we were drunk high school kids, and uh, we had a great time.
1: <laughs> First and ten here for the Red Devils. They want to throw down the field, looking, looking,
3: pick. Oh, that's offensive pass interference, guys. He pushed him from the back. Sure did. He
1: still got the ball, though. Looks like yeah. Bartu intercepted, 21. Yeah, they did. That's Haskins. Uh, they're going to say he's out of bounds, I three. And Murray. Oh. Uh, Oh, Burgess. It was Burgess who over there had a chance at it, but three was also over there as Murray as well. Wow. I thought he had that. He did have it. They said he, had, he was out of bounds. Oh. Stops the clock with 37 seconds to play. It'll be second and 10 for the Red Devils. At their own 35-yard line, Barto in front, 7 to nothing.
2: Yeah, you better say that a little more often. You're going to get a talking to
1: by your father. Yeah. Three receivers to the near side of the field for the Red Devils. A single receiver on the far side. That's usually where he likes to go. Here's the snap. Oldham drops back, drops back, sets up a screen in the middle, and the receiver caught the ball, and then Pauvion <laughs> caught the receiver. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Mr. Bird, yeah, there wasn't much competition in that one, guys. He read that one all the way and stayed at home, and he just pummeled him.
2: Yeah, that was a hundred and eighty-pound football right there that uh, Bird <laughs> just caught. Uh, because yeah. as soon as he, I mean, he caught that guy
3: in the air and uh, gently placed him down. I just keep waiting for him to for somebody to catch one like that, and he just pick him up and start going the other way.
2: <laughs> That's a great call. What's that That's movie? Kathleen that, called that, their last time out. What that movie was that happening? Mike the, the the
1: replacements. I think. I think so. Oh, that was Keanu Reeves. Yeah, they just picked him up and carried him in the end zone.
3: <laughs> yeah, I can I could see him doing stuff like that. You know, somebody catching a ball like that, and he just reached down, picking him up, and just taking off with him the other way.
2: Didn't they have some kind of Australian guy who liked to kick people and stuff in that movie? Or was that no? That was uh
3: that was a kicker,
2: wasn't he? Well,
1: the kicker in the replacements was a lady. And she was a model, supermodel. I yeah. can't remember her name right now. Somebody will text us, I'm sure. Yeah,
2: Gene Hackman was a coach. Yep. Oh, my gosh. I can't remember her name either. Okay, well, we're going to have to. She was a looker, though. Who was the guy that went out on the football field and he was smoking? Burt Reynolds. Here's the snap. And it's going to be a
1: double throw. The re- the re- Ball is up, tipped, cut, intercepted by the Yellow Jackets at the 14. Number 14's got it. He he's breaks the tackle. Running. He's at the 35-30, and he's going to head block. to the end
2: zone for a touchdown. Put a flag on that, and that was a perfect oh, block. Todd Brown.
3: Uh, he's going to catch him from a blind side, guys. That's probably what they're going to call on that.
2: Oh, yeah.
1: They're going to call a blind side block. But the whole play, the quarterback threw it backwards to the running back. The running back then threw it downfield. It was a wounded duck, and it was bouncing among two different hands, finally Brown got it in. Uh he broke a few tackles and sprinted to the end zone, but as the folks notice here, a blindside block. Right, Pete, on, 5 seconds left in the court, in the first half.
2: Yeah, I was thinking about it. I was thinking about a, a clip and and uh you're right. If he's not looking, he is a defenseless player. Yeah,
3: he was definitely not looking. He was coming across there, had his eyes on the runner to the hold t- the, uh, the runner the whole time and Barto just turned around and just he'll think twice about not keeping his head on a swivel
1: <laughs> <laughs> so they're gonna march off this penalty against the uh, yellow jackets. five seconds left Bruce into a little bit of hey. a breeze. Do you send your fastest
2: players to the end zone and yeah I, I think you I think you throw it up if you can get time. Uh, Kathleen should have I would think uh, eight men uh, probably fifteen yards off the line of scrimmage. Um,
1: so it's going to be first and 10 Bartow at the 39 yard line of Kathleen. Yeah, looks like they're setting up for a pre vent. Jackets are all huddled up on the near side. They need to get out there on the field quick. Here they come. And the receivers you got Jason Williams, you got Corey Butler, you got Thomas's
2: out there, you got uh, uh, Taylor. The speedster out there as well might see a hook and ladder, some kind of little specialty play that they work on. Two on the left, two on the white, for, two on the right for the wide receivers, and now another whistle. Delay of game, Barto. Oh, yeah, we kind of figured that was going to happen. Uh, Coach uh, Eden had them in that huddle a long time, so now they'll
1: back it up to the 44-yard line, where it's first down, probably the last play of the quarter. Maybe he just wanted a little more room to run this play. (laughs) Valentine will take the snap. He's in the shotgun. Heim standing right next to him. Here's the snap, and Valentine looks like he wants to tuck it and run. He does. Valentine, and he's going to be knocked out of bounds. One point six seconds left. Nope. We're going to wind it.
3: Halftime, guys. That is halftime. Okay.
1: At the end of the half, uh, your score, the end of the first half, your score, Barto 7 and Kathleen 0. Send it back to the studio for the SEC Football Report. You're listening to Yellow Jacket Football on WBF.
14: This is Tyler Kelly with Kelly Buick GMC. Each year, we donate a brand-new GMC truck to our schools. Go to 20bucktruck.com for details on how you can win a brand-new GMC from Kelly Buick GMC. 20bucktruck.com.
13: Are you crazy for customer service? So are we. Here at Spatuelers, we realize that our complete customer satisfaction is essential to our success. With our friendly and knowledgeable staff, you'll feel right at home as soon as you walk through the door. This is more than just a job. It's our love and passion. Come see us. Emily at Spatuelers. Palette One of Bartow
11: is proud to be a sports booster and invites you to join their team. Check out careers at PalletOne.com to learn more about the opportunities in this outstanding company with over 30 years of experience. Palette One is an equal opportunity employer.
1: Thank you, thank you. Welcome back. We're ready to get the uh, second half underway. Teams are back on the field going through their uh, warm-ups for the second half on a warm Saturday, uh, almost afternoon, 11.30 here, and uh, we've had a change out of of our sideline reporter. Down there, Mr. Neil Dunk at the Bartow Booster Club president.
17: Temporary.
0: Temporary? Temporary change.
17: Hey, just uh, appreciate you guys, obviously, coming here with a rain delay last night, and... uh, the uh you know coming out here on a saturday so the commitment of the Thornburg family and uh, 102.9 but uh you know we got homecoming this uh, coming friday and a very good golden gate team remember we went down there i think we won by a touchdown last year mm-hmm. uh they got a new head coach and uh, from what i what i hear a number of kids have uh, transferred into that school and they're pretty good uh so they put it on winter haven pretty good earlier in the season in the kickoff classic uh they already beat victory christian so uh I, I don't think they're located in Polk County, but they're playing Polk County teams. But <laughs> it is a, it's a good team, so it's going to be homecoming and everything that goes along with that. Uh, there's a lot more uh, tightening of security around here. Obviously, with the good football program, uh, more people are coming. So I would advise everyone to go uh, go online, to go to GoFan, uh, search Bartos Senior High School and get your tickets. Uh, so you don't have to wait in a long line, and uh, then you can just get uh, scanned in and, and all those things. But we anticipate a pretty large crowd this coming Friday night. So uh, just want to put that out there uh, and, and make it as an enjoyable experience as everyone, uh, for everyone as we can.
1: And we can't let you get away, Neil, without talking about tomorrow night. Your uh, beloved Florida State Seminoles in Orlando taking on
17: LSU. You going to the game, you and Leanne? I, I am not. Uh, I Jeff, I'm getting to the age where I like when the game's over that I can click the TV to the next game and not have to deal with traffic <laughs> or deal with crowds. Uh, I, I might begin to the point where these crowds are too big for me. I don't know. Maybe maybe the COVID uh, uh, aftermath of uh, you know large crowds. I'm not worried about the the COVID nineteen. It's just being around people. <laughs> I'm kidding, of course. Gotcha. <laughs> well, my prediction is uh, the better team will win tomorrow. And, uh, I, you know, I've been here before. I think that Coach Norvell has the team uh, head in the right direction. Um, I, I do want to repent to you and to the good Lord above. Uh, I took too much enjoyment out of that Gator game, and that's not right. And, and I, I apologize for that. Uh, but, uh, boy, your Gators look terrible. Oh, I got to agree with that right yeah. there. <laughs> but, you know, it, going into the season, I thought, well, the Gators are probably two or three years behind where Florida State was. Uh, with the with the bottom, you know, kind of hitting the bottom before you can go forward and rebuild that culture and all those things. Uh, but after the game the other night, that's a good Utah team. I mean, it's tough to go on the West Coast, or you know, I guess that's a trip west. That's not the West Coast, but um – it's a good program, and, and you know, college football is better when Florida, Florida State, Miami are good. So I don't wish a will on any of the programs, only when they play my Knowles There
2: you go. Well, Miami did good last night, so that's a, that's a plus right there.
17: Well, they did, but uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm not exactly sure that was the <laughs> stiffest of competition, but it's a W, right?
12: That's it. That's all that counts. you
17: gotta, you got to play the games are on the schedule. Well, guys, we're about to kick it off, so I'm going to give it back to Mike. Thank you so much for what you do. Thanks, Neil. Appreciate I you hopping on with us.
1: Neil Duncan, the Barto uh, Booster Club uh, president here at Barto High School, you can reach out to him on social media. You'll find him all over that. Uh, just search out Barto Booster
2: Club. He does an excellent speak.
12: job. I figured that'd
3: be a nice little surprise for you guys.
2: Yeah, that was that was. We we appreciate that. Neil Neil's a good guy. I, we we go back and forth a lot. And uh, but uh, when it, when it's all said and done, uh, Neil does a great great job for as a booster club president he has he has built more and in, in the five or six years that he's been here than than a lot of people have put together and and uh so if if that's
3: what he's bringing to the ball game I,
2: i'll keep him
3: well just to kind of kick on neil a little bit i figured when i had the hands the headset and the a microphone to him. I could just walk off and maybe I could catch the second half of a ball game because I know how he likes to get on here and talk with you guys the whole game.
2: Yeah, you almost have to hit the mute button on him every now <laughs> and then. But, uh, no, he was he was a good boy
3: today. Yes, yeah, he's great. He's great having him down here on the sidelines. We always have a good time with Neil.
2: We're ready to
1: get this second half underway. Barto will get the ball to start the second half. Kathleen has it teed up. They're going to do a little squib kick right down the middle of the field. It's going to be tick- picked up by the up man at the thirty-yard line. Two hands on the ball, and he is uh, brought down. That was going to be uh, uh, Fatley,
2: Caden. Yeah, and uh, he he uh, carried it like a fullback, ran it like a linebacker. So uh, I'm sure those are uh, they got him as a running back. So he's probably a big fullback, and he knew how to how to cover the ball up.
12: It was not getting
1: out of there. Yellow Jackets, uh, first and ten from their own 31-yard line. The scoreboard says 7-0 in favor of Bartow. And Bartow pretty much controlled the first half, and there should be probably more points on Bartow's side. Uh, We'll see what they bring out here in the second half. Bright sunshine now baked here at Bartow Memorial Stadium. Two receivers on the far side of the field. The quarterback is K.J. Valentine. He's in the shotgun. He's going to hand it off up the middle, and that is Glover.
2: Yeah, he stumbled right when he hit uh, about the 35 yard line and and fell forward for about a yard. Glover will pick up a yard, make it second and nine. I want to give a shout out to uh, Coach uh, Jeff Ruiz uh, over at Lakeland Christian. He said Kathy Ireland was a the chick go. that played in the uh, kicker, the replacements. Yeah. yeah, and and she was a hottie, and she had the big Hawaiian guy protecting her. I remember that now. Once. Once I put a face to it, or a body. Second and nine here for the Yellow Jackets. Here's the snap.
1: It's a jet sweep to Thomas. Thomas turns the corner, turns on the speed. He's at the 45. Oh, and it's just short of midfield, about the 49. But he's got a first down.
2: Yes, he does. He cut it upfield quickly and had some some good blocking ahead of him. Jackets are quickly to the line of
1: scrimmage. And the referees will spot the ball right at midfield. First and ten, Bartow. K.J. Valentine in the shotgun. Here's the snap, and they're going to try the jet sweep again, this time to the near side. Oh, and a nice move by Thomas, avoids one tackle and
2: picks up about seven. Yeah, beautiful job. As uh, number 11, uh, uh, Jason Williams was out, and he just barely missed his block, but um, um, uh, Thomas was able to cut it upfield and and get positive yards. It's going to be second down, and we'll call it about...
1: A four. We'll call it mm-hmm. four here. Jackets break the huddle. Just underway here in the second half. Bartow in front, seven to nothing. Em- empty backfield now for Bartow. Three wide receivers on the right side. They put one man in motion. That's Taylor, and they're going to give it to Taylor on a jet sweep. Taylor, with a lot of speed, turns the corner. He's got a first down and knocked out of bounds at about the 35.
2: Yeah, and that's just what you want to see, positive yards. And and they must have seen something uh, in the first half uh, where they, they know they can get to the edge with the proper blocking because uh, you don't see them crisscross like that a lot. First and
1: ten for the Jackets at the Red Devil 36-yard line.
2: Now timeout. And it looks like Kathleen wants to slow things down. Yeah, they need a breather.
1: For
3: just a moment. Yeah, guys, I can tell you that going to the locker room at halftime and listening to Coach Eaton speak to the guys at halftime, he challenged them. Challenged them big time, right up front, right in their face. Take that ball, drive it directly down the field. This first possession, and let's score. And challenged every one of them. This is what a championship team is made of. This is what you want to be as a champion. This is what you got to do.
2: Yeah, and this uh, Kathleen, uh, we we've, we've been pretty much doing what we want with Kathleen. But it's a rivalry, and so anytime a game with a rival stays close, they always got the shot. Momentum is the biggest thing in the world in a rivalry game, and that's what he's challenging them for.
1: Well, we have a quick little moment. Since uh, since 1966, the Bartow Community Service Center has been empowering people and inspiring change, support their mission to help Bartow families get out of crisis by visiting and shopping in their thrift store right there on East Summerlin in downtown Bartow. Help us
2: be epic. See our great basketball coach uh, down on the sideline, Coach McGriff. He's always, always at the games. So supportive. There's a lot of his kids out on the field. Mm-hmm.
1: First and ten for the Yellow Jackets at the Red Devil 36-yard line. Empty backfield. Now you are going to put one man in motion. That's Himes. They're going to uh, give it to Himes on another jet sweep. Himes turns the corner on the short side of the field. He's going to pick up two or three.
2: Yeah, and this this is the thing that uh, I like a lot about Eden so far. Um, Coach Quinn was a guy, if, if he can get – if he can get four yards of play, he's going to keep running that same play until you stop him. You don't see guys nowadays do that. And if you've got something going, I'm going to keep running it until they stop me. <clears throat> Second and eight
1: for the Yellow Jackets. Again, empty backfield. And now we got a flag. We've got some motion. Illegal procedure called against Bartow. So that's going to back him up
2: five yards, make it second down and 13. And this is what uh, took the momentum out of them in the first half. They'd be moving the ball downfield, and then a, a penalty or something like that would slow them up a little bit, change directions, and then uh, Kathleen make a couple of plays. We'd have to punt.
1: 9.36 to play here in the third quarter. Bartow in front, 7 to nothing. They have the ball facing a second and 13 this time, Himes will join Valentine in the backfield. Here's the snap. They fake it, and it's going to be Glover up the middle. Glover with a quick hitter up the middle to the 35-yard line.
2: Yeah, and that was a play that we've kind of been looking for because you keep running it side to side, and then you come back with that little counter tray, and um, you have the defense going to the right. You run it back to the left and and uh, get some good positive yards.
1: Sets up a third down and about seven, third and seven here for the Yellow Jackets. Got a timeout by Barto. A little bit of a equipment or injury timeout here on this. On Valentine's not happy about something, so Barto will take a timeout. We'll take it along with him. Nine oh two to play in the third quarter is Barto seven and Kathleen nothing. You're listening to Yellow Jacket football on WBF.
15: Hi, it's Aaron with Evolve Contracting. While there's no shortage of landscape and irrigation companies, you deserve the option that's the best fit for you. At Evolve, we offer 3D imaging and an irrigation program that saves you water, time, and money. Visit us at EvolveYourBond.com.
16: The Whitten-McLean Funeral Home of Bartow and the McLean Funeral Home of Fort Meade. Hold high the responsibility placed on them, offering you the personal attention and distinctive service you deserve. Whitten and McLean, synonymous
11: with service. In today's complicated financial world, it's nice to know that Steve Wright & Company is there, helping you utilize your resources more effectively as you work toward your financial goals from tax returns to retirement plans and all the stops in between. Rely on Steve Wright & Company on Avenue H in Winterhaven.
1: All righty, here we go. Third and seven for the Yellow Jackets following the timeout. Barto with the ball at the Red Devil 34. 5-yard line, put Taylor in motion, and Valentine wants to throw. Quick hitter. It's got Thomas across the middle. Thomas across the 20. Across the 15. Thomas tackled inside the 10-yard line.
2: Yeah, That was a beautiful play. That time they sent him in motion. They had everybody looking one way, and then they come back. uh, uh, Thomas is in the slot, and they throw the quick slant. Uh, he's only about three yards off the line of scrimmage when he catches the ball, and he's off to the races. I think if he could have got his footing underneath him, Mike, he might have scored.
3: Yeah, I think that's one thing that Valentine kept seeing across that middle, and he kept trying to motion to Coach Tyler that that's what he was seeing, and uh, they just went ahead and decided to run it, and you see what it turned into.
1: going to be first and goal for the Yellow Jackets at the eight-yard line. Now we see that power-eye-back formation Valentine will go up under center. Himes is the deep back, and they're going to give it to him. He runs behind the big beef. Himes across the five to about the four. Yes, sir. He's going to be just inside the five-yard line. It'll be second and goal for the Yellow Jackets.
2: And this is something we, we talk about a lot. I, this is this is one of my favorite formations, of the power line. You just you just keep running that ball, and you get about three, four yards of clip, and you're in the end zone. Just under eight minutes to play here in the third quarter. Barto in
1: front, 7 to nothing, but they are threatening second and goal just inside the five-yard line. And, again, the I formation is uh, in play. you got Bird, Stanley, and the deep back is Himes. Valentine under center. They turn, and Quavion Bird gets the ball. The big man with the legs churning, he's dragging the pile <laughs> to about the two-yard line.
3: Bird just powering. I mean, you saw everybody else was low, and Bird's just standing up there in the middle just dragging everybody toward the end zone.
2: Yeah, it was almost like he was in quicksand where, you know, you see his body yank a little bit to the left, yank a little bit to the right, and, and dragging 50 players. We see birds jogging off the field right now, Mike, and that's, that's, a, that's a big young man.
3: Yes, it is. That's yeah. why I say whenever he hit that line, I mean, yeah, it stopped him, but you see everybody else was just kind of sliding off him, I and he's still just a churning, churning toward that goal line.
1: So now it's going to be third in goal, right about the two or the three, we'll call it the three-yard line. This time, Valentine will spread everybody out. Himes, the running back, standing right next to Valentine in the shotgun. Here's the snap, and it's going to be a little jump pass, and, and it's intercepted, intercepted inside the goal line. Intercepted and brought down at the two. Valentine with a little jump pass.
2: And Himes is is... is uh, Eden is not very happy right now. I mean, when when you throw a jump pass, you got to throw it to somebody. Somebody's got to be there, and there were three white shirts there, Mike.
3: Yeah, absolutely, and, and Coach Tyler was just telling him, he says you got to get it up and over because you're going to have a guy deep in the end zone, and those backs are just going to be standing up there looking for something up the middle.
1: <coughs> so Bartow has thrown an interception. Kathleen has also thrown an interception in the ballgame, and there was also a fumble recovery. So uh, gosh, you hate to see that one go away. Bruce down there inside the red zone inside the 5 and
2: yeah, and and you had the momentum. I mean, we could have punched that in. You had two more downs to punch that in. Uh I am I'm, I'm not upset with the call by any means. Uh but I think you do it if we're ahead 14-21 nothing something like that. But uh Well, this is the he's the first a, he's a head coach and I'm going down. Here.
1: First time for the Jacket defense on the field here in the second half and we're operating deep in their own end zone, deep in their own side of the field, are the Red Devils. They'll hand off and they'll get about one or two out to the four-yard line.
2: Yeah, this is where you're going to uh, see Kathleen. They're going to have to try a little power football to try to get the ball out of the end zone. They don't want the quarterback throwing from the end zone because if you get a holding call, we've got guys coming from the edges. Uh, a lot of bad things can happen if you're back there in in uh, passing formation. It's going to be second down and eight for the Red Devils. They're bringing in a lot of big guys, too. Bartow in front, seven to nothing. That was a great drive by
1: Bartow. The Red Devils will send a single receiver to the near side. Everybody else is kind of in tight in the formation. Quarterback will work from the shotgun. Surveys the defense, and here they come. He wants to run, and he's going to stumble right at the goal line. Lost his footing, and he lost Mike, he got bat, bat, lost back to the two, right? Yes,
3: sir. He's just outside the two, and he, like you said, he lost his footing about the goal line, but then Barto was closing out on that one anyway. I don't believe there's been much there.
1: So Now it's third and nine for Kathleen Deep in their own end of the field at the two-yard line, trailing
3: seven to nothing. Timeout. Official timeout for a water break, guys.
1: Time out for the water break. We'll take a quick time out as well. It's Barto 7, Kathleen Nothing. You're listening to Yellow Jacket
4: Football on WBF. Hello, Barto. This is Joe Decessory with Citrus Air Conditioners, your hometown air conditioning company. If you're looking to replace your old unit, Citrus Air has many units in stock and offers financing. Call us at 534-1171 or look us up online at citrusairinc.com.
5: Hi, I'm Benny Jr. Each and every holiday, dealerships are trying to convince you that right now is the best time to buy a vehicle.
4: It's not that way at Bartow Ford.
5: If it's for sale, it's on sale. Visit our store or online at BartowFord.com because at Bartow Ford, we're different and we prove it.
6: If you're looking for good food and good family time, look no farther than Beef O'Brady's in the Bartow Center South. Your Bartow Beefs is perfect for lunch or dinner for the whole family or whole team. Your Bartow Beefs, where game time meets family time.
1: Welcome back to Bartow Memorial Stadium. Kathleen, Red Devils in town to take on the Bartow Yellow Jackets in a game that was scheduled for last night. But uh, weather, lightning, heavy rain, it all postponed it until this morning. We're 5 uh, 518 left here in the third quarter. Bartow in front, 7 to nothing. Kathleen has the ball, but they are deep in their own end of the field at their own two-yard line, facing a third and ten. Here's the snap. Under pressure with the quarterback. He's going to be sacked safety. in the end zone. Safety.
2: Yep, that's uh, number two, Jace
1: Thomas. Thomas and uh, Davis was there as well, so two points for the Yellow Jackets on the safety.
2: Big defensive line coach comes up and does a chest bump, almost falls over backwards. Jackets got on board in the first quarter with a big forty-eight-yard
1: touchdown pass from uh, Thomas, or excuse me, from KJ to Thomas. Now the next points of the ball game are uh, from the Yellow Jacket defense.
2: Yeah, and uh, that's. That's uh, two safeties two weeks in a row. Uh, Safety two weeks in a row. So we'll take that. There was a safety last week against Martin County. Absolutely.
1: So it's 9 to nothing. And Bartow gets the ball right back. Kathleen will have to punt from their own 20-yard line. Well, they'll kick.
2: They can use a tee here, so they'll kick off. But he did a little pooch kick kick the first time. So we'll see what he does here. Kathleen, coach is not a happy guy. Next door, next in, in, in the next booth, yeah. Thought he was going to break the thing here for a minute. Yeah. He was aggravated. I broke a few things in my day. On the sideline, yeah.
3: Mike, we're still getting a pretty good breeze down there, helping you out a little bit. It is still breezy down here. It's kind of slowed down a little bit, but at least it's not stagnant down here
2: yeah the buildings are kind of blocking it in the stadiums because way up high, you can see the wind has the flags blowing straight out. Hey, All
1: right, Kathleen will tee it up at the 20 yard line. Barto will send uh Taylor back there. you got uh galva rabbit Rabbit's back there as well. Where's number eight? Here's the kick and it's going to sail over Galva's head. He makes an over-the-head catch at the 30-yard line. Up the field now, 35-40, turns right up the 45-yard line. Now he wants to cut back, and
12: oh, the oh, ball's no. on the
1: ground, and Bartow's Bart- there to cover. The Taylor back. got
3: on top of that ball. Wow. Yeah, Kathleen just put a hat on that ball and just popped it right loose, but luckily it popped it toward the Bartow's sideline, and Barto was standing right there to get onto it.
2: Yeah, and and, and once again, you, you can never get on a kid for trying and not quitting and and Galva just refused to quit on the play but a lot of times when you're moving back and forth and things like that that's when something bad happens fortunately we got back on the ball and Kathleen's got a guy down for those cramping crap. yeah time out for uh, Kathleen red devil down on the uh, field I don't think he'll be the last guy that today
1: The staff at Lawrence Plumbing want to extend best wishes to the Bartow Yellow Jacket football squad on their campaign this year. Lawrence Plumbing has been serving Poe County for over 50 years. They handle both residential and commercial. From a plug drain to a complete installation, Lawrence Plumbing of Bartow. Bruce, they do Uh, the dirty work. They do the dirty work. Appreciate the Meeks family. Still working on the Kathleen player there on the sideline. If you didn't hear earlier, some games uh, that were played last night. Lakeland gets their first win of the season. They defeated Largo. In fact, they shut them out. It was twenty-eight to nothing. Elsewhere, Lake Wells Highlanders a winner over Ridge Community, forty to six. Lakeland Christian goes to two and zero. They beat West Oak forty-three to six. Auburndale they beat Haines City at uh, uh, seven to nothing, and Lake Gibson improves to two and zero. They defeated North Miami 29-6. to Some other games had to be canceled because of the rain. Uh, Frostproof at Hardee. That game is going to be played tonight at 6 o'clock there at Wildcat Stadium. And the Winter Haven Lake Region game scheduled for last night has been moved to a Thursday night, October the 5th. And the Fort Meade game was also canceled last night against Toho. Uh, no yet rescheduled date on that one. First and ten for the Bartow Yellow Jackets at their own 45-yard line. Handoff, Glover up the middle. It breaks one tackle, turns to the outside in midfield and knocked out of bounds. And a flag for a late hit out of bounds.
2: Yeah, that's uh, he was just way too far out of bounds. And, and uh, so that'll – he almost had the first down. Right. That's certainly going to give him a first down.
3: Yeah, he was riding on his back coming out of bounds, but the little extra twist that he gave him once he was out of bounds, I think, is what drew the flag on that
1: one. Exactly. So a nice run by Glover, and you're going to attack 15 on the end of that. It'll be a Bartow first down deep into Red Devil territory all the way to the 31-yard line.
2: they got to punch it in now to get some momentum back. They sure do. Going to
1: send Corey Butler and Thomas on the far side of the field. Taylor on the near side. K.J. Valentine in the shotgun with the running back, Glover. Nickname is Turtle. You don't run like no turtle. Nope. Here's the snap. It's going to be a straight quarterback draw. K.J. Valentine up the middle. He goes following his blockers, and, and Glover throws a nice one, and he's knocked out of bounds inside the 20-yard line.
2: Yeah, Glover had to get about 10 yards downfield before he put a shoulder on a guy. Uh, as as uh, That was just a great call and a great run by Valentine. Another first down.
1: Moves to six. the six. Yellow Jackets with some tempo now right at the line of scrimmage at the 19-yard line. First down. Valentine again. up whistles will stop this play. Illegal
2: procedure against Barto. You mm, got to get set guys. I love the tempo, especially coming out of a first down, but when you, when you shoot yourself in the foot, uh, you, you take that momentum away.
1: it backs him up to the 24-yard line, where it is first and 15 here for the yellow jackets. 4:35 to play in the third quarter. Barto in front, nine to nothing. Butler and Thomas, far side of the field. Taylor on the near side. Quarterback is Valentine in the shotgun. Here's the snap. He will give it to Turtle. Glover up the middle, bounces it to the outside, still on his feet, and a nice little cut move looking for a block from Butler. He gets it, and down to the 10-yard line.
2: Yeah, that was a a great block by the fullback, Uh, number 11, uh, Jason Williams. And Williams came up limping a little bit off that play, but really a good block. He gets all the penalty yardage plus a little bit more. is going to be second down
1: and about three. Jackets to the line of scrimmage. They not get a first down without scoring, too. Oh, yeah. Taylor and Thomas here on the near side. Butler on the far side. And the running back is Himes. It's going to be another quarterback draw. K.J. Valentine up the middle. He goes following the block of Himes. He's got Oof. a first down inside the five.
2: They had three jackets downfield that just pancaked the safety. <laughs> the safety was not going to make that play. Well, somebody's feeling it. Number eight over there is on the ground. He's
1: feeling something. Kathleen player down again with what we appear to be uh, cramps, and with all the humidity
2: and the temperatures, this is not uncommon. Yeah, and and generally, you know, you can you can run uh, forward, backwards, all that. It's when you plant. When you plan a foot to go and all the pressures on that calf, that calf will just tighten up and uh, all that lactic lactic, lactic acid uh, built up in you, it'll just...
3: Hey, guys, while we have a real quick minute here, I'm standing here with Mr. and Ms. Jones. You saw the presentation at the end zone uh, during the halftime about the jersey, the cheerleader jersey. And uh, you see the the cheerleaders standing here with all their shirts on, all matching shirts. You see the family standing here with all their matching shirts. Tell me, Mr. Jones, what's it like to be a part of this family? I mean, we've seen Coach Jolliffe and these cheerleaders win national and state championships, and this
17: is just what family is. Oh, it's a privilege, man. I I mean, Oyo, we call him Oyo, David, uh, was was part of multiple state championships here, Um, national championship, I think even second in world at one time. And uh, the community, when Oyo passed, has just come around us uh, just like a circle and just embraced us uh, almost like a, a hedge of protection almost. And it's been, it's been great. I mean, even past uh, cheerleaders that David cheered with have been calling us, making sure we're okay. Coach Jolliffe is the best. I mean, she makes it family.
3: And that's exactly what we're talking about, how much of a family that Coach Jolliffe and what these cheerleaders, these young men and these young ladies, the discipline that Coach Jolliffe instills in these guys just carries on for year after year because we see more and more cheerleaders coming back every year. We greatly appreciate your time. Thank you so very much. Yes, Coach Jolliffe, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Go Bartow. And they say go Bartow.
2: Great job, Mike. Good job, Barto. Right. Just got a touchdown, too. Yeah, that
1: the Himes carried the, uh, into the end zone for a uh, touchdown.
2: Yeah, we, uh, we're sorry we missed that play, but this was very, very important to get that yes. done. Mike did a tremendous job, and Himes runs around the left side and then just shoots it right up the field, and he's in the end zone easy. Got a player down. I think it was his ankle. No, he's, yeah, he's cramping. cramping.
1: Yeah, the, uh, David was honored at halftime. Uh, the cheerleading squad and all the members, the family members were, uh, were down there, and they were honored at halftime. Uh, David received a cheer scholarship which so many of Coach Jollof's kids received scholarships for cheering. He attended the University of Central Florida where he pursued a degree in engineering. Which is one of the best cheerleading colleges in the country. Absolutely. Uh, Unfortunately, uh, David passed away uh, July 29th of this year due to a traumatic brain injury. And uh, today he was honored by his parents. You just heard from uh, Kevin and, and Amy Jones and the rest of the family were down there. They retired David's uniform top. They presented it to the family in a nice framed uh Ceremonial keepsake, yeah. Um, They 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 tell us, you know, David, a tremendous athlete, brought uh, dedication, determination, and devotion to the uh, sport, and he just he loved being a Barto Yellow Jacket. So, uh, thank you uh, to the family for allowing us to celebrate with with you.
2: Yeah, and, and again, a great job, Mike. And and you these these kids are athletes, and and you see more and more of them every year getting full rides. To colleges, and uh, you just didn't see that back in the day. And now, with all this competition and everything, these uh, colleges, man, they recruit just like football coaches do. The injured player is now off the field, ready
1: to attempt the extra point here from uh, Mullis. The kick is up, and it sails right on through. Barton now leads 16 to nothing. Over the Kathleen Red Devils. We'll take a timeout. You're listening to Yellow Jacket Football on WBF. Hey, it's Craig and Budgie it here. And we are proud to be sponsored of Yellow Jacket
8: Broadcasting here at WBF. If you're looking for any kind of good used parts, give us a call here at 863-533-0568. That is 863-533-0568.
9: When looking for insurance coverage, consider the Ewing Black Welder Induce Agency with offices in downtown Bartow. Ewing Black Welder Induce Insurance with a wide range of insurance products to meet your every need. Becky Maslack, your local office manager.
7: You've heard the expression, try it before you buy it, right? Well, at Keith Spray Service, they won't ask you to sign a long-term contract because they're confident that you'll want them to keep coming back to care for your delicate ornamentals and lawn treatment. Keith Spray Service, for over 50 years.
3: It's tough. Looks a lot like my
2: Welcome back,
1: back to Bartow Yellow Jacket Football. Um... Uh, Looking but, out on the field, the field looks good, but boy, it sure is bright. That it, sun is, is hammering Barton Memorial Stadium right
3: now. It is very bright down here on the field, guys. I mean, it's, but yeah, the wind's still keeping, you know, wind's still keeping the heat kind of pushed away. Um, the field, you know, I'm really surprised. We saw all the water that was on the field last night. The field has withstood this game very well. We don't see any cutouts. You see a little bit of digging up down there around the end zone and stuff where we just had that last drive, but the field's really held up great.
2: You're missing your sombrero.
3: I am missing my sombrero. <laughs> yeah.
1: Mike was Mike was going to have a different choice of headwear tonight, today. Barto has it teed up at the forty-yard line. Case and uh, Mullis ready to uh, kick off here to the Kathleen Red Devils. Barto in front, sixteen to nothing. Hope you can join us later this afternoon, three o'clock NASCAR Xfinity Series racing from day from uh, Darlington. Sorry, that's at three o'clock this afternoon. Into a little bit of a breeze. Here goes the kick. Well, the wind kind of caught that one and held it up. I think he planned that. Kathleen was fortunate to get on that ball.
3: The receiver kind of lost it in the sun, I think. I don't know if he lost it in the sun, or I don't think he really. I think he thought it was further behind him than what it really was, and almost got him. And luckily, one of the back guys came up and was able to cover that.
1: So it's going to be first and ten for the Kathleen Red Devils at their own twenty-four yard line. Kathleen comes into the ball game today with a zero and one record. They lost to Winter Haven last week, thirty nine to nothing. And Bartow, a winner last week over Martin County, twenty three to seven on the road. Oh, so Kathleen Kills Still, uh, still looking for their first points of the season.
2: Yeah, we don't want to give them to them either. I no. think that's correct. They got a new coaching staff over there too, don't they? I believe so. <clears throat> First and ten for the Red
1: Devils from the 24-yard line. Three wide receivers on the far side of the field. Here's the snap. Running play up the middle. Look for some room. He stumbles in the backfield. Bumble. Balls on the ground. Bartow recovers.
3: Marteau recovers, guys.
1: That's going to be Clark with the recovery.
3: Yeah, the back was just trying to make something happen, and he got tangled up right there at the line, and he put his hand down and just set the ball right on the ground, and uh, he fell forward, and Bartow recovered right there.
2: We got a big guy down for Kathleen. He a does lineman, get
1: up. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's on his feet, but he's hobbling over to the sideline. He's grabbing. They're uh,
2: working it out. We called
1: a lot of number 9 last week when it was on the jersey of uh, yeah. Davis. Yeah. And now number 9 Ronald Clark with a big big hit. He's made several great tackles and now a fumble recovery. Um, yeah, number 9
2: that's a good number. Uh, is, uh, you get number 9, you're a pretty good football player. We've we've had a good players leave this school uh, that wore number 9.
1: So Barto following the turnover first and 10 at the Red Devil 19 yard line. Valentine in the shotgun they'll give it to Glover up the middle goes Glover he's caught from behind but that defender rode Glover for a couple
2: yards down to the 17. and this this is a this is all you want to do at this point now you you've got a it's a 14 nothing lead or 16 nothing with the with the uh, safety with the safety and now you just want that clock to run
1: 242. And counting near he in the punch, third quarter.
2: He punched it in and get another seven on there. for. Hurry up, hurry
1: up. So two receivers to the near side. That's Butler and Thomas. Glover, the running back, standing right next to the quarterback, Valentine. It's going to be a quarterback draw. And two defenders bust through the line for Kathleen and bring him down for a loss.
2: Yeah, somebody missed a blocking assignment right there because they, they've been bottling those guys up pretty good.
1: Just about high noon. You're listening to WWBF Bartow. Yellow Jacket football taking on the Kathleen Red Devils. 90 degrees here at the stadium. Darlington later on today. Yeah. The lady in black. The Cup Series tomorrow afternoon, 5 o'clock. That'll work into the evening. Taylor and Thomas on the far side of the field. Glover and Butler on the near side of the field. Empty backfield. Now Thomas in motion. They're going to give it to Thomas on a jet sweep. Thomas tries to turn the corner. There's a the oh, flag.
2: Got a hold. Yeah. Going to catch a yellow jacket for a hold. That was uh, uh, Glover with the hold. That's a spot foul, but uh, i tell you what, he didn't get a lot of yards there. I don't, I don't know if I wouldn't decline this. Kathleen is motioning him to push him back.
1: Spot of the foul is the twenty yard line. Referees are discussing, and now they're going to hop over to the Kathleen coach I'll, to see exactly what I he wants to I do. I would
2: decline this. It'd be fourth down. It would be fourth and uh, fourth and about ten. Because you give Barto two opportunities again, and they may take advantage of it. They're still discussing the options with the uh, coach on the far side of the field.
1: And they will decide to back Bartow up. Okay. A 10-yard holding penalty. Marched off from the 20. If my math is still good, that makes it to the 30. Right at it. That was pretty good, yeah. Did you like that? I liked it. Third down. Bartow at the 30-yard line. They need to make it all the way just inside the 10 for a first. Twins left, twins right. Valentine in the shotgun. He wants to throw, looking, and it's going to be Jason Williams. He's got it. And Jason up the middle, or excuse me, on the far side of the field, He's going to get most of that 10 yards back.
7: They're going to
2: kick a field goal here.
3: Now's the chance for that for that uh, kicker to, to shine right here. We've got to see what kind of leg he's got. We watched him on kickoffs, put it you know, into the end zone and we'll see what he can do at this point.
2: Yeah, we've seen him in other pregames, guys, and and he's got the leg. If they get the snap, the hold, uh, and they don't let the people blow through the line, give them a chance to kick it, he's got more than enough leg to do this.
1: Looks like Valentine will take his position as the holder right about the 29-yard line, so it'll make it a 39-yard field goal attempt. The, uh, the flag over at the softball stadium, the flag's here on the visitor stands, moving pretty good against him. But Mullis definitely has the leg. Here's the snap. The hold is good. The kick. A little line drive. Oh, and it falls a little short. Just missed it left. Yep.
2: And, and that, that may have been uh a little bit of, of jitters uh on his on his part right there. Um, you know, that's the first time he's had a chance to to kick a, a long field goal and, and sometimes you just you get a little too excited and maybe maybe click it on a little higher than you wanted. But uh no harm, no foul. This this guy's a great job for us.
1: 12 seconds left in the third quarter. Bartow in front, 16 to nothing. And Kathleen will take over first and 10 from their own 20-yard line. Two, eight,
7: six,
1: See what the uh, Red Devils will do here now. They'll send three receivers to the near side of the field. Old the quarterback calls for it. He'll roll to his left. Now he's under some Ugh. pressure and big Quavion Bird slinging him and pushing him toward the end zone. Has he got another save. He get another safety. They're not
3: they're going to say he was down before he got into the end zone, guys. About the 2-yard uh, line. Yeah, they're going to put him yeah, like you said about the 2-yard line.
1: Bruce, I know you've you've owned dogs before. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Um and you've seen your dog with a toy in his mouth, mm-hmm. slinging his head around, and mm-hmm. that's kind of reminded me of what Clavion was doing with that quarterback.
2: That's a really good analogy, right there, uh, Jeff. Because it I mean, My he, goodness, it, it was almost like he had the cat in his mouth, <laughs> and the cat was trying to get away, and uh, it was that was pretty entertaining.
1: That's going to be the final play of the third quarter. Barto in front, sixteen to nothing. You're listening to Yellow Jacket Football on WBF. You have
14: a chance to win a brand new GMC truck from Kelly Buick GMC and help support our local schools like the Polk County 4-H and FFA programs. 20bucktruck.com two zero buck dot com kelly buick gmc
13: 35 amazing years hey that's us here at spa jewelers we offer services such as beautiful custom work that's sure to wow repairs complimentary cleaning appraisals watch repairs financing what more do you need we're here monday through friday 10 to 7 and saturdays from 10 to 5
14: Today's broadcast is presented in part by Pallet One. Now seeking employees, offering competitive pay, great benefits, and a safety-first environment. Join Palad One for a stable, long-term career as part of a fast-paced, dedicated team. Palad One is an equal opportunity employer.
1: Welcome back to Bartow Memorial Stadium, getting ready for the fourth quarter of this afternoon's ball game. Bartow in front, 16 to nothing. Kathleen with the ball, but oh my gosh, they're way back at their own two-yard line facing a second and about 30 for a first. Here's the snap in the end zone. Quarterback throws. The pass is complete, but right there to wrap him up. That's going to be big number seven on the tackle. Williams. Williams. That's Williams.
2: Jason Williams. Yeah, he just slung him
1: out of bounds. It'll be third and forever now for the Red
3: Devils. Mike, did you make it down there yet? I made it. I made it, guys. You know, Those steps are easy come, easy go when you're walking this sideline. <laughs> They're going to spot it right about the five? Just outside the five, yes, sir. Maybe about the six-yard line. Okay.
2: Yeah, he slung him forward for a yard.
3: You know, you're talking about that last play when Quavion Bird had him wrapped up. That was almost that deal where he, he just kept pushing him. He didn't pick him up, but he pushed him all the way back, you know, 10, 15 yards into the end zone.
1: Third down for the Red Devils. They need a bunch here. They sure do. Three wide receivers on the near side of the field. Now they'll put one of those in motion. Quarterback calls for the snap. Here it is. He drops straight back from the end zone. From the end zone, oh, he's sacked.
3: Another safety, guys.
1: His knee went down.
2: Oh, man. That-, that was uh, was that Roger Clark or was that? Um,
1: there it is, right there. Davis.
2: Was it Davis? Davis.
3: The second safety of the ball game. So the defense have really turned it up this second half.
2: Yeah, that was a that was a really beautiful job. He, he just took his legs right out from underneath him, and uh, I think it might have been Clark. I don't know, but uh, nine two or zero guys were there.
1: That's going to be eighteen to nothing now in favor of the Bartow Yellow Jackets. Another one of our wonderful sponsors, the folks at Citizens Bank and Trust, take great pride in being Polk County's bank. They understand the responsibility that comes with it each and every day. Citizens Bank and Trust, since 1920, member FDIC and an equal housing lender. Well, the Jackets kind of ported on here in the second half. The defensive scored twice. The offense scored once. And... Uh, Jackets seem to have this game well in hand, eighteen to nothing, and they will get the ball right back here following the uh, the free kick. Hey. The wind at the back of the jackets here in the fourth quarter. Hey. Next week, the the uh, homecoming. As uh, Neil mentioned earlier in their broadcast, the Naples Gulf Coast, the Sharks will be up here at uh, Barton Memorial Stadium to
2: take on the Yellow Jackets as we celebrate homecoming 2023. Yeah, they'll be looking for a little revenge, too, uh, as we got them in overtime last year. Ball just fell off the tee. Oh. (laughs)
1: Back deep to receive uh, Taylor and and Rabbit, number eight, Daryl Galva. His friends call him Rabbit. Yep. Now the
2: ball has been teed up once again. There it goes again. It, I'm going to hit him with delay a delay of game.
3: I don't know, guys. If you watch him place the ball on the tee, he's not standing it up. He's almost laying that ball so, down.
2: Yeah, at an angle, at a hard angle. Yes. And, and uh, they got to have somebody hold the ball this time on the other side. Not um, you, unless he's a left-footed kicker. You don't want to be on that side. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, now Kathleen will have somebody hold the ball
1: as it's fallen off the tee twice. Oh, he must be left-footed. I agree with Bruce about that. Now,
3: <laughs> he didn't know either, guys.
1: So the, the holder quickly did it a, a 180. Now it's on the other side of the ball.
2: And it's straight up and down. Do
1: For a the Charlie right Brown tip. thing on him. All righty. Seems like it's uh, taking a while. Here we go. The free kick. And it's going to be taken by one of the up men at the 44-yard line. That looks like Murray. Murray across the midfield. Mark Murray at 45. Murray at the 40.
2: Knocked out of bounds near the thirty-five. That's the first time I ever seen Murray wait for anything. And he, when he caught the ball, he waited for his line to form in front of him. Mm-hmm. And Murray's just a highlight reel really, that we've talked about for the last couple of years. He's been recruited pretty heavily, and and when he got that ball. I'm like, what are you doing, Murray? And yeah. that's for because he never waits on anything.
3: Yeah, he almost stood there like he was doing a fair catch signal or uh-huh. something, and just and then finally when that line lo- loaded up and, and set up a wall there, he took off.
1: That was that was psychological. See, he he did do exactly that. He waited like a fair catch, you know, didn't, and he was hoping the defense would, you know, would, would relax. Yeah. So Murray's always thinking. That's smart play. Yellow Jackets get a first down at their at the Red Devil thirty-one yard line. K.J. Valentine, the quarterback, he'll take the snap, and he will tuck and run Valentine across the 30 and knocked out of bounds near the 27.
2: They're going to run the clock. See. He goes
1: down before he got out of bounds. It's getting hot out there. Yeah, run that
3: clock. Yeah, they had him wrapped up standing on the sideline and uh, just before he stepped out of bounds, and I think that's why they're winding that clock.
1: You can get a sideline warning here against uh, Kathleen.
2: Kathleen... Man, I think I remember when Kathleen had seventy-five players over there. Guys, look at them. It's very thin. They've got maybe what, maybe thirty players. Whoa. Kathleen used to have. Yeah, they're not wall to wall like they normally are. Sixty on, on JV and seventy-five on varsity. It is a second down and seven here
1: for the Yellow Jackets. Three wide receivers on the far side of the field. Valentine wants to throw, looking for Corey Butler in the end zone, and it's over his head incomplete. Yeah.
2: There was a lot of mix-up on that play because Butler didn't act like he was going downfield to catch a football, Mike.
3: Yeah, he had several open options there, too, and I think he was just focused on the one running right down the center of the field mean um, you saw to the left side of him. He had two receivers just standing over there. Nobody on them within about 15 yards. And the coach just reminded him of that: not to be, not to be, don't look at one place. You got to scan that field.
2: Yeah, don't zero in on somebody, especially a, when you know he's running right down the seam. Sets up a third down, third and seven for Barto.
1: Twin receivers on the far side of the field. Butler by himself on the near side. Here's the snap and a handoff. Himes up the Ooh. middle. He goes, takes a big wallop as he crosses the 25-yard
2: line. And yeah, number four for uh linebacker for um, Kathleen made a really good hit. It'll be fourth down for Bartow. Hey,
17: G. hey, G, get ready, Let's go. hey he did
16: it.
1: Offense will stay on the field. Himes will check out, and Glover will check in. Barto in front, eighteen to nothing. Nine twenty-four left here in the ball game. In the uh, pistol formation is the quarterback KJ Valentine. Where's number fifteen? He has three receivers on the near side of the field. Here's the snap. Valentine gets it, throws it, passes complete. Williams caught it on a tip.
3: I think it's going to be just short, though, guys.
2: Yeah, he's he's going to be way short. Uh, he. He couldn't get his paws wrapped around it. He kept juggling it and kept going backwards as he juggled it. And uh, did make the catch, but uh, not a very good throw by Valentine.
1: So that's going to turn it over on downs to the Red Devils. First and 10, Kathleen at their own 23-yard line. Does stop the clock. Just under nine minutes to play here in the ballgame. Barto in front 18 to nothing. Lakeland uh, leveled their record last night at 1 and 1 with a big shutout victory over Largo. The Largo Packers, they fall to 1 and 0 oh on the year but Bar- Lakeland won 28 to nothing last night. And Auburndale got a victory, their first one of the year. They're 1 and 0 oh over Haines City who falls to 1 and 1. Got that right. Auburndale seven, Haines City nothing. We'll see both those teams later this year. Mm. Running play, but it's going nowhere. As let me see, about uh, seven Yellow Jacket players are there to bring down the ball player. We have another yeah. injured Kathleen. Now, actually, we have Eight two of them.
3: You have two down. Two though.
1: down now with apparent cramps.
3: I don't know the the one the number fifty. This down guys, I don't know if he twisted a knee or something, but he's definitely. I don't think that's a cramp.
1: Timeout with a. Uh, Injury, we'll take a timeout as well. Bartow, 18, Kathleen, nothing. You're listening to Yellow Jacket Football on
5: WBF. Hi, I'm Benny Jr. at Bartow Ford. It's a crazy time to purchase a vehicle, and it's even more important to choose the right dealership. We can help you build the vehicle the way you want it. Arrive when it's supposed to at the agreed-upon price. No gimmicks, no games. At Bartow Ford, we're different, and we prove it.
15: Hi, it's Erin with Evolve Contracting. While there's no shortage of landscape and irrigation companies, you deserve the option that's the best fit for you. At Evolve, we offer 3D imaging and an irrigation program that saves you water, time, and money. Call us at 863-537-7537.
16: Today's broadcast is sponsored in part by the Whidden mclean Funeral Home of Bartow since 1925 and the McLean Funeral Home of Fort Meade. They're family-owned and are committed to providing personal service with the concept of our family serving yours.
1: Memorial Stadium the uh, injured Kathleen player still being uh, attended to on the uh, field Bruce obviously looks like a cramp there, they're, they're yeah. working that leg and now he is on his feet Bruce you said we all get them, and boy they can they can get your attention
2: yeah so
1: he's making his way off the field <laughs> Kathleen with the ball they're facing a second down in about
2: 11. Yeah, it's really getting hot out there, Mike.
3: Uh, I I feel for you, brother. It is. You know, we're we're tw- almost 20 minutes after 12 and that sun is really starting to really starting to kick it in now.
1: Second and 11 here for the Red Devils. Three receivers on the far side of the field. Takes the snap. Quarterback looks to throw. He does. Slings it downfield. He's got a receiver and a Receiver a little bit behind him, and he had to turn around to catch it, and he didn't, didn't make the effort.
3: Yeah. Flag down here at the 15-yard line, guys.
1: That's in the backfield, too. Roughing the passer again against Bartow. Second call of that. For mm, the game. I didn't
3: see that.
2: Well, uh, we know who did it. It was uh, Landon Pope. Well, Pope got in the game last year, and they couldn't get him out. And uh, he got in the game today, and now they pull him out because he walloped the quarterback. I well, didn't think it was that bad. Well, here's my deal. You all at the quarterback, you're not going to get pulled out of the game if you're playing for me. But the game had a little more violence, per se, Um First and
1: ten following the 15-yard penalty for the Red Devils. They're at their own 35-yard line, and the quarterback wants to throw, but he's under a lot of pressure. He's wiggling out of everything and finally wrapped up. He's going to end up with a one-yard
2: loss. That's uh, number 27 was the first one to get to him, and uh, that's uh, Josh White.
3: Yeah, he really had nowhere. to. He couldn't even really look for anybody open down the field because the pursuit on him was just they were hot and heavy on him.
2: He can scramble. I'll give him that now. Yeah, and, and one thing, one thing I see, guys, is a lot of new numbers, and this is a fantastic time for uh, Eden to give these kids some playing time, and you might find that diamond in the rough like they did with uh, with Pope last year. Mm-hmm. Second and ten for the Red Devils
1: at their own thirty-six yard line. Again, three receivers on the far side, quarterback in the shotgun, drops back, throws down the field, and it's going to be intercepted, intercepted. on a tip. And that is going to be Hampton again, his third interception of the ball game. He's going to return it to the 20, the 15, the 10, the Touchdown, Bartow on a
2: pick six.
3: And the flag coming in at about the 10-yard line, guys. What Come what from great, the back, Judge.
2: Yeah, what a great job right there. Uh, the ball was tipped, uh, and then – Hampton is the one that came down with it, and he just he, he does a lot with the football when he gets it in his hands.
1: See what the referees will say here. Illegal block in the back against Barto on the return, so no pick six.
3: That's the second one he had called back. And that's exactly something Coach Eden preached to them about in the locker room at halftime was these penalties are killing us. You know, we had the two that were called back, you know, the first half. Now we got this one that's called back. So I mean, he preached to him about this.
2: Yeah, and and those are the, those are the kind of things that you see on film. And that cat that made that block in the back is going to be rolling on Monday, or he's going to be doing stadiums on Monday. And you you you, you do punish them guys uh, because it's it's the only way you can get it out of their head. I mean, you don't you you don't punish a kid for being aggressive or anything like that but you're always taught if if you see if you can't perfectly see the front of that jersey you don't hit them
1: so bartow will take over first and 10 just inside the red devil 20 yard line new quarterback that's going to be number 16. That's Blaine. A little miss on the, on the handoff, but Glover brings it in. Glover's still on his feet across the 15, 10, and 5. And Glover still dancing left and right. He's got eight.
3: He's got about wow. eight Kathleen Red Devils around him. He's going to make it down to about the two yard line, guys.
2: Yeah, I think Glover said, I don't want to take another handoff from him. I'm just <laughs> going to run this into the end zone. But you know, this wow. this uh, young man is really nervous. Uh, Blaine Walker. And he just kind of whiffed the ball to Glover.
1: Jackets quickly to the line of scrimmage, first in goal, and the handoff this time much better to Glover. Up the middle he goes, and he's hit, and trying to push the pile. Yeah, good job.
2: Quarterback gets in there, mixes it up a little bit. This is our first look at Blaine Walker. He's a junior, wears number 16. All right, let's see him run the football now. Oh, they're going to bring Valentine back. And they're going to bring a lot of them hogs back. Yeah, yeah, I see you big number
1: 98, that's Bird. Big number 52, that's Bruce. 31 is Stanley coming into the game.
2: What, 77 is a horse.
1: Golly. That's Quincy Butler, a a sophomore. (sighs) A sophomore on the offensive line. His leg is bigger than my entire body. Glover is the deep back behind the I-formation. Valentine up under center. Second and goal from the two for Barto. Here's the snap. He wanted to throw it on a slant.
2: That should be a pass. foul. Yeah.
1: And there comes the flag. They are trying to get Butler on a slant. Interference.
3: Yeah, pass interference, guys.
1: That'll move it half the distance to the goal line and reset the down, right? First down. Yeah.
2: And now they should do that little pat and that quarterback sneak that they've done a few times with Valentine. Yeah, they
1: do mark off a penalty against Kathleen. So they could do it like last time and just yep. roll the ball in. Big number 98. Here we go. Nope, it's going to be Glover, and Glover easily into the end zone for a Yellow Jacket touchdown.
2: Yeah, that was a good idea, Andy, but I think they decided to go conventional this time. <laughs> Turtle scores a touchdown for the Yellow Jackets.
1: Five fifty-four to play in the ballgame. On a one yard touchdown run. And the Jackets are well on their way to 2 and 0.
2: I think they're, they're just wearing down Kathleen, too. Yeah, that's the you, you probably got a, several guys that are going both ways. Without a doubt.
1: Mullis on to attempt the extra point from the hold of the quarterback, Valentine. He puts it down. The kick is up, and it sails right toward Broadway through the uprights and perfect.
2: So really good we'll job by Mullis today. Really good job by the center. I think that's Sly and uh, and Valentine. And those three cats get it together. Uh, that could be a very successful kicking Uh, trio.
3: And we've talked about that before. I mean, not necessarily in this game, but sometimes you get in those big games. Those extra points are critical.
1: Part two in front now, 25 to nothing. 5.54 to play in the ball game. We'll take a quick timeout. You're listening to Yellow Jacket Football on WBF.
12: Hello, it's Sheriff Grady Judd. I'm here to talk about the 20 Buck Truck. This is the seventh year that the Kelly Automotive Group has donated a truck. Proceeds from this event are given back to the kids. Be sure to go to 20bucktruck.com and get your ticket today.
9: When looking for insurance coverage, consider the Ewing Black Welder Induce Agency with offices in downtown Bartow. Ewing Black Welder Induced Insurance with a wide range of insurance products to meet your every need. Becky Maslack, your local office manager.
11: In today's complicated financial world, it's nice to know that Steve Wright & Company is there, helping you utilize your resources more effectively as you work toward your financial goals, from tax returns to retirement plans, and all the stops in between. Rely on Steve Wright & Company on Avenue H in Winter Haven.
1: Welcome back to Bartow Memorial Stadium. Along with Mike Ayers down there on the Yellow Jacket sideline, you got Andy and Bruce Edmond here in the booth. I'm Jeff Thornburg. Tom back at the station running things. A little Saturday afternoon football. We were rained out last night. Maybe we
2: were we were lightning out. Yeah, it was lightning out. Mm-hmm. I'm night. thinking about this twenty buck truck thing that they advertised. Okay. okay. And, and Mike, Mike, you're the lucky one of this bunch. And so if if you win, you can sell it to me for twenty
3: five and make a profit off of it. Well, we, I mean, we might be able to work something out. <laughs> Depends on how much money you got and how many tickets I got to buy, though. That's the problem.
2: <laughs> I might have to go online and get one of them yeah, those. Yeah, I think I will, too. And the good thing is that it all goes back to the kids,
1: the Kelly Buick family, they donate the truck, and they raise money for, for ag programs and uh, for other 4-H clubs, things like that here in Polk County. So yeah, and
2: they're really big with Grady. Uh, they do the Relay for Life. I think they give away a Jeep on that one, too. Mm-hmm. So, Jeeping with Judd, yep. They're really good with the community. This truck they gave away last year was nice. I mean, it wasn't just a plain truck. They They fixed this thing up. Here's the kickoff from Mullis with the
1: wind behind his back. He didn't need it. He sailed it into the end zone. Nice kick. Very good job. First and ten for the Red Devils at their own 20-yard line. I probably wouldn't have to hardly do anything to it. You'd give up your, your Toyota?
2: I didn't say that. Oh, okay. You oh, drive this uh, one on the weekends. Yeah. I, I...
3: <laughs> it only takes one ticket, guys. That's it. Just That's one, one ticket. One ticket. That's it. I might have to get two just to be safe. Yeah. Does that double your odds, right? Just yeah. means he donated 40 bucks instead oh, of 20. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good cause. Exactly. Is. Exactly. I had the official last week. I was talking to the official down in Martin County last week and you know, I asked if I could go to the to the center field for the coin toss. He says it's for the kids, right? And I'm like, "Absolutely." And he's like, "Well, that's what we're here for." Yeah, you're you're more than welcome to come to the field. So, it's for the kids.
2: Well, First day twenty. If I do twenty, it's because I might win. Got got two
1: chances to win. First and ten for the Red Devils from their own twenty yard line. Quarterback up the middle, and he's going to get about a five yard pickup here
2: as he plows through the line there. Oh, Kathleen starting a little stuff there. Number fifty five. Yeah, I saw that. Well, yeah, he's a, the one that wobbled off a while uh-huh. ago. Uh huh. He's a pretty thick boy there too. He he you tell he goes to the gym a lot goes to the table a
1: lot
3: i was just going to say was it the gym or the table?
1: <laughs> hey somewhere where the biscuits are i like biscuits and
2: gravy we used to have a lady we lived in lake Alfred. we had a lady that lived in front of us her name was evelyn and she could cook the best scratch biscuits in the world mike you notice he's talking about
1: lunchtime now what he's bringing that kind of thing up i know it i know oh. it's gonna make me hungry I already am, and I had a hard ball. Second and five for the Red Devils from the 25-yard line. They want to throw under some pressure, still wanting to throw. Now he's going to tuck and run across the 30, 35, near the 40, still on his feet, and finally brought down at the 43-yard line.
2: This little quarterback's got to quit some moves. Yeah, and, and you know, has really softened up. Uh, they They've got a lot of fresh jerseys in there. They've softened their coverage, which uh, I'm not real thrilled about softening the coverage. But uh, just uh, get, getting some ga- the guys getting some playing time.
1: First and ten. Here's a quick pass uh, to, the, to the into the flat. The receiver's got it. Breaks one tackle. He's going to be tackled right about the 49 yard line. So he's going to be short of a first. Make it second and uh, about two.
2: But they, if they get inside the 30 or 20, you'll see that. First team go back in because they do not want to – you never want to lose a shutout. Second and two. Quarterback drops straight back, throws across the middle. Oh Incomplete.
1: Over the head of one intended receiver.
2: Pope back in the ball game, and he's uh, – <laughs> Yeah, and he's uh, – Feisty. Getting with it again. Trying to look to see who that was. That was uh, – was that Brown? Yeah, Brown – just missed the uh, interception. Yeah. Well, I don't know what's up with Pope. He's Pope's. been in two plays and he's been got in trouble in two plays. He's coming back. out. he's getting applause what? from the coach and heads up. But come on,
3: he's, <laughs> he's still been tied up with that fifty-five. And like you said, the fifty-five getting a little testy out there, trying a little more than what he should be. And uh, I think he's just getting called on some of that stuff.
2: I like Pope was one of my favorites last year. And Pope Pope's given up some height and some weight to fifty-five. Oh yeah, but Pope don't care. All right, here we go.
1: Third and two for the Red Devils. Ball just near midfield. They're bringing it. Bartow in front, 25 to nothing. Here's the snap. Quarterback drops straight back under some pressure. Slings it downfield. Oh, and a nice defensive play and almost a pick by Murray.
2: That was great. I mean, he timed that perfectly. And uh, just a great, as you just said, a great defensive play by Murray. It's his closing speed. He just he closed in on the ball so quickly. Yeah, and when you can sit back there in coverage, guys, you're you're taught to play your zone and read the quarterback, and the quarterback zeroed in on him in a hurry. He just looked at the, the offensive player and went denied. Fourth down often stays on
1: the field. The ball at midfield for Kathleen. Four minutes to play in the ball game. Bartow in front, 25 to nothing. Two receivers to the left, three on the far side of the field. Empty backfield for the Red Devils. Here's the snap, and it's going to be a straight quarterback draw. And now they're going to decide to throw it at the last minute. Clark, I believe, yeah, Clark had the quarterback wrapped up, and while he was wrapped up, he threw it. Yeah, and
2: I think that was Williams, uh, Jaden Williams, that uh, said no and just slung him back about five yards. Mm So Barto will take
1: over on downs, first and 10 in Kathleen territory at the 47-yard line. See if we see uh, Blaine again, Blaine
2: yeah, Walker. We'll, yeah, we'll get a lot of guys in now. 3.54 to play. I'm glad to see him doing that, too. You never know when you're going to need him. And any opportunity you have to play them, you get them in the ball game and give them a chance. All right, this is going to be thirteen.
1: This is going to be Amari Turner. Turner is a transfer from Auburndale. He wears number thirteen, and Turner in the ball game at quarterback now. Here's the snap. He's in the pistol. He will turn, and he's going to hand it off to Himes. Himes lost the ball. It was a strip ball, strip stag, but Himes was able to get back on it.
2: Wow. Barto got it. Yeah, and uh, Himes, I don't know he he hasn't laid the ball on the ground a lot this year. Uh, even though we're only in the our third ball game, but uh have an injured
1: player again on the field for Kathleen. We'll take a we'll take a timeout as well as the training staff attends to him. Three thirty seven left in the ball game. Barto twenty five. Kathleen nothing. You're listening to Yellow Jacket Football on WBF. Once again, Craig, a budget you pull at a Bartow on their inventory. But uh, most of our vehicles are around
8: uh, uh, from the early 90s to the uh, the mid-2010s, you know, 2008, 9, 10, that
1: area. The parts you need when you need it. Budget you pull at Highway 60 East, Bartow.
15: Hi, it's Erin with Evolve Contracting. While there's no shortage of landscape and irrigation companies, you deserve the option that's the best fit for you. At Evolve, we offer 3D imaging and an irrigation program that saves you water, time, and money. Visit us at EvolveYourBond.com.
6: If you're looking for good food and good family time, look no farther than Beef O'Brady's in the Bartow Center South. Your Bartow Beefs is perfect for lunch or dinner for the whole family or whole team. Your Bartow Beefs, where game time meets family time.
1: A big round of applause from the home crowd here as the injured Kathleen player makes his way on the far side of the field. Bruce, looked like another issue of cramps there.
2: Yeah, it's it's, it's just steady, man. And you can't be in shape at this point in the season. And uh, Bartow's just been really, you see it more on defense because you have to cut, but the offense kind of knows where they're going. Quarterback is Turner, Amari Turner, wears number 13
1: for the Yellow Jackets. He's in the uh, shotgun formation, put one man in motion. Here's the snap, and they're going to give it to him on a uh, jet sweep. That's B.J. Walker. Walker mm-hmm. does not turn the corner. He
2: loses two or three on the play. Yeah, he hesitated uh, when he got about three-quarters away of the field. Uh, he he hesitated thinking he might cut it back. And I think if he just makes a beeline for, for that sideline, he may have at least gotten back in the line of scrimmage. So this is third and really long for Bartow now. Hey, look at
1: there. Thor coming out of the ballgame. That's Brett Tyree. Where's number 54, one of the big offensive linemen. He yeah, checks he, out.
2: He needs to. Uh, no, no sense in taking any chances at this point. Let this kid throw the football here and see what happens. Nehemiah Walker
1: also checks out of the ball game as well on the offensive line. Turner facing a third and 20. In the shotgun, he wants to throw. He's under a lot of pressure, and he's going to be sacked. No, and gonna, there's a flag right. on the play.
2: Well, normally when you when you see a f- flag right there, you're going to get a hold. That big lineman's clapping, so...
3: Yeah, they were jaw-jacking there between Kath- – Kathleen was kind of jaw-jacking back at Bartow. And Coach Eden expressed to these guys, do not get in that face. These officials are not going to put up with it. Clap your hands and walk away. Put your hands up and walk away.
2: Why would they take that penalty? I mean, it – Kathleen did accept the Bartow penalty. Moves it back to the 30-yard line.
3: <laughs> they had a sack. Would you It'd just be- take the loss of down? Fourth
1: down, yeah. Yeah. One fifty-five to play in the ball game. The clock starts. Marto in front. 25 nothing.
2: Maybe that's why they got 30 players. I don't know. I... Mike, do you know where Fort Meade
3: plays next week? Are they finally at home? I, I couldn't tell you guys. I mean, I, I fell down on my job of looking at the schedules this year. If you notice, I hadn't even brought my paper down to the sideline with me.
1: Yeah. Because I know, uh, I know Kathleen is also. They haven't played a home game yet, and because their stadium is being renovated. Yeah, that that
2: stadium looks pathetic.
1: Here's a running play. That's Glover turning left, turning right, dragging players with him across the forty yard line. Goes goes a turtle.
2: Yeah, he got about half the yardage back. I was just fixing to say that. I think Kathleen's first home game
1: is the last Friday in September. Wow! So, so Kathleen's on the road for a while. Who did their scheduling? That's because well, well, of the of the
2: field. Uh, their field has been all tore up. I don't know if they're putting in drainage and stuff like that, maybe prepping for a uh, a synthetic field. All right, Mike, yes, the miners are at home
3: next week. Well they've had they've had some long road trips. What last they week they were in Sarasota. Last night they were supposed to be in Kissimmee, Toho.
1: Well, they're home this, this coming up Friday night, September the 8th.
2: They get to play Lakeland Christian. Oh, isn't that
3: just dandy? That uh, ought to be a good game. That ought to be a real good what game. What is this about?
1: I don't know. Another some kind of march off here against Bartow. It's fourth down. Bartow, just, there's 30 seconds left. They just want to punt this ball and, and, and get to the showers.
2: That quarterback is really good for Fort Meade. I do know that much.
1: We're taking a cold shower after all this. Fourth down, Bartow in punt formation. Here's the snap. And Valentine sends a nice, Ooh, high, yeah. deep kick into the sunshine, taken at the 25 yard line, Ooh. at the 30, at the 35, and knocked out of bounds. Ten seconds left in the ballgame. The Yellow Jackets are back here Friday night for homecoming to take on the Sharks, the Gulf Coast Sharks from Naples. Hmm. Sharks, eh? Sharks, eh? Hmm. Tribute to Jimmy Buffett. Fins to the left, fins to the right. Sorry, that was my best impression. I apologize to all the parrot heads. First and ten for the yellow. Uh, excuse me, for the uh, Kathleen Red Devils on what appears to be maybe the final play of the ball game. Ten seconds left.
12: Hey, hey let's go! Hey, hey, hurry up!
2: Oh, well, we know Mike's right in, in the middle of everything. We can hear all the coaches screaming. The jackets are already starting to form the line midfield here. And they're encouraging everybody to
1: get in position. Let's run this ten seconds and get out of here. I won't say the game today was never in doubt, but Bartow led only 7 nothing at halftime. Yeah. And you mentioned it, Bruce, a rivalry that close. You keep them in the game, you never know what can happen. But in the second quarter, or second half, rather, Bartow kind of took control. Right. All right, here we go. Final play of the ball game. Back up. Back up. Kathleen with the ball. They want to throw. Double pass. Backwards. They're going to set up some kind of little flicker play. thing. And this one is going to be caught. Nope, he dropped it.
2: Four look left. at this guy on top of Bart. Oh, he's on top of Pope. That's Pope and that's again. Fifty-five again. Yep. They've got. That's a ball game, isn't it? Well, the two point nine with the incomplete yeah. pass. Well, I tell you what, if, if yeah, I was I... if I was Coach Eden, I would send one guy in the game to take to take t- the lights out of fifty-five.
1: Well, I want to see the pay-per-view between Pope and fifty-five. That's going to be incredible. Well, I
2: wouldn't but, send Pope after him cuz he might get thrown out, uh, but I would I would certainly send somebody. Well, Pope Pope has definitely made the last few minutes of this ball game
1: exciting. He's lined up as a defensive end. Yeah. And I'm going to bet 55 lines up right across from him.
2: Course, and so that's he, exactly what they're going to do. Yeah. You can't You can't do the dirty things I used to do in football. All right, it's second down,
1: 2.9 seconds. We're kind of watching the ends here. Here we go. They let Pope go. Pope's going to make the tackle yeah, in the backfield. Yeah,
2: that's the way to end it.
1: Pope did a Rudy move. He sure didn't did. Start
2: the clock. Jace Thomas. That's a ball game. It doesn't matter. Yeah, that's the final
1: play of the ball game. Barto going to win twenty-five to nothing. We will take a, a quick timeout and wrap things up. You're listening to Yellow Jacket Football on WBF.
7: Imagine trying to work in an office that is so hot and humid you can't concentrate or so cold you always need a jacket. Citrus Air Conditioners of Bartow reminds you that maintenance is vital to keep your system running smoothly year-round. Such
15: great care, it must be Citrus Air. This is Carla Meeks a Bartow High alumni and here's to a great season if you are thinking about buying or selling a home call me at meeks real estate eight six three six o four nine two eight seven remember I am not just a realtor but your realtor
14: Today's broadcast is presented in part by Pallet One. Now seeking employees, offering competitive pay, great benefits, and a safety-first environment. Join Palad One for a stable, long-term career as part of a fast-paced, dedicated team. Palad One is an equal opportunity employer.
1: there by himself he's not even welcome back to bartow memorial stadium where the game rain delayed or weather delayed from last night played today they started at 10 o'clock this morning here it is almost uh well quarter to one bartow a winner 25 to uh nothing over the kathleen red devils the teams are doing the handshakes at midfield the band is uh, playing the alma mater for the yellow jackets and uh bartow uh, bruce two and oh. Two zero for the Yellow Jackets to start yeah, the season.
2: Yeah, and they've looked uh, really good on both sides of the football uh, today, and uh, you know, a lot of lot of really positive things I saw. There were there was a couple of of I wouldn't say knucklehead things, but there was a, there was a couple of penalties. There were some things here and there. Mike hey, hey
3: guys, I've got Coach E here with me. Congratulations, Coach. Two and zero the season right now. We put twenty five points on the board. How do you feel about this team right now? Where we're at? I'll tell you what. We're 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 not where we need to be. But thank God we're not where we used to be, okay? So
18: we're taking huge steps forward every week. Um, again, I think, you know what, I don't make excuses, but I thought that the, the weather and, and everything that's been going on this week, it showed up, right? And in a game like this, it, you have a, it, it's hard not to be sloppy. Um, but, again, I'm so proud of my, of my guys, especially on defense, man. They just fought so gosh darn hard. They worked so hard. Offensively, we started to get it at the end. We started to get moving. And, uh, and I'm very pleased with, again, the overall outcome, which is a win at home against a rival, and now we get to go into homecoming 2-0.
3: Yes, sir. And Coach, you know, I had the luxury of going to the locker room and actually hearing you speak to those guys at halftime, and you challenged your offense. How do you feel like your offense responded to you with you placing that challenge on the floor to them?
18: I thought it was better. 14 points is better than seven, so they improved. Um, Again, we just got to stop shooting ourselves in the dang foot. You know, you get down on the goal line, and and hey, I told the boys right now, I said, hey, I I make mistakes. Bad call. Shouldn't have tried to throw the ball, should have ran it. So that's another seven points on the boys, 30-something. And then down there earlier, we fumbled, things like that. So, hey. Mistakes are going to happen, but I love the way we're responding and we're staying together,
3: and we kept them off the scoreboard, which is great. Absolutely. Thanks a lot, Coach. I'll let you get it. Team, we'll see you next week. Homecoming.
1: Great job, Mike. Good job, Mike. The words of uh, Bartow Yellow Jacket head coach uh, Tyler Eden. We appreciate his time in talking with us, but uh, Coach uh – Saw some good things, but you know he admitted himself. Bruce shouldn't have called that jump pass down in the end zone.
2: Yeah, and and the the coach would be kicking himself for as, as much as anything because and this is the the big responsibility you put. Uh, my deal was my deal was um, Monday to and again I I only coach JV, so it was Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then Thursday night was for the kids and the family, and if the kids. Uh, made a mistake, a physical mistake, something like that. I never get on him about it. Mental mistake, that was my fault. And uh, so, uh, coaches take this stuff really personally. And and you got uh you got uh, to appreciate uh, how he he saw the good with the bad. But he overall, he's very happy. All right. Well, that's going to wrap up our coverage, Andy. Good win for the Yellow Jackets. It was. And, you know, one thing I noticed, except for number 55 towards the end of the game, uh, Kathleen will come in here and they get kind of dirty. But today it didn't happen. And and I was glad to see that. But they got a a really small team. And, uh, you know, the sun being out there on you, it's not a nighttime game. It just wore these guys
1: out. Absolutely, well, Mike. Uh, thank you for all your work down there in the hot, hot sun today, my friend. It's my oh, there. Hey, he
3: is. you're very welcome. I mean, listen, guys. It was nice being down there. That we had that nice breeze. I was glad I was able to catch Coach Eden before he got with his team because I know once he gets with the team, he does to give them a pretty good talk. Um, whether it be on, he gives them some of the negative stuff, and then he comes right around and gives them that positive impact at the end. I so, like
2: it. Like you know, it's great
3: that I got a chance to get get a few moments with him. Well, we thank you for joining us here on the broadcast. Your final
1: score, Bartow 25, Kathleen, nothing. Hope you can join us uh, next week as we're back here at Yellow Jacket Stadium to take on the Naples, the Gulf Coast Shark Sharp Naples. Uh, kickoff is 7.30. Our broadcast starts at 7 o'clock. For Mike, for Andy, for Bruce, I'm Jeff. Tom, back in the studio. Thank you, everybody. Good night.
0: You've been listening to Bartow Yellow Jacket Football on WBF. Tonight's game was sponsored by Bartow Ford. We're different, and we prove it. Evolve Professional Landscape Management. Citrus Air Conditioners of Bartow. By the law firm of Campbell, Trone, Tamayo, and Aranda. Palette One of Bartow. S.R. Wright and Company. By Ewing Blackwelder and Deuce Insurance. Keith Spray Service of Bartow. Taking care of your lawn and garden for over 50 years. Budget You Pull It. The parts you need when you need them by Spaff Jewelers of Bartow and Valrico, Witten McLean Funeral Home, Bifo Brady Sports Pub in the Bartow Center South, and by Kelly Buick, GMC of Bartow, doing whatever it takes to earn your business. Bartow Yellow Jacket Football is a sports exclusive of FM 102.9, 97.1, and AM 1130 WBF.